You are about to listen to Only Fools and Collecting, a podcast for those who like a good moan about figure collecting and don't mind naughty words. You have been warned. All right, play it nice and cool, son. Nice and cool, you know what I mean? Right, cushy, cushy. Don't worry, you just relax. Everything's gonna be cushy. somewhere off and running all right good evening everyone um thanks for joining us tonight um episode uh, 89 of um ofac podcast um have an apology from ian uh, he's had a um last minute um family um issue come up so he's had to drop out tonight so um myself and uh our fantastic and very welcome guest uh, andy from iconic studios hi andy how you doing uh, yeah. uh, well, my joke was going to be, I'll be your baldy, uh, beardy guy for the podcast, oh, basically. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. The, yeah, it's a good. That's the plan. For t- it's, a, it's a it's a good standing. Um, so what we've decided to do is because um, Ian and myself are at celebration on Saturday, and we'll finally get to um, meet each other in person for the first time ever. Um, we're going to hold back any. We're aware that there was some big Star Wars. Um, uh, announcements and stuff from Hot Toys today, but we're going to leave all the Star Wars stuff till next week, um, and then we can obviously talk about celebration and, and anything that we've, you know, photos and stuff we've we've done there. So we kind of stripped back the show a little bit. Um, we're going to make most of the focus on Andy tonight and and his new um, the the uh, Street Fighter Ken that went up for pre-order today, and also a bit of an update on the Patrick Bateman. Um, so yeah, welcome Andy and. Um, Basically, I'll, I'll hand the, the floor over to you um, if you want to kind of let us know what, what we're looking that's at a here. Bit, that's a bit um, scary here. You know, I'm going to take all credit for that, obviously. Yeah, that's no, brilliant. We love having you on. And, uh, can you I hear think, me? You know, okay. Uh, yes, I can. Um, although you keep dropping in and out. Um, okay, cool. There's, that's, um, yeah, no, we, we love having you on, Andy. And, uh, you know, I think that this is obviously something that we'd, we'd love to keep going going forward every time you have a new... Um, uh, figure guard for pre-order to have you on because um, you know it's great for us and our listeners to have a um, a bit of an insight into um, you know the inner workings of of a, of a one six scale company and also um, you know we want to get you some sales we want to get you some um, some some uh, some coverage and stuff so uh, yeah it's it's really good so yeah so let's uh, if I go let's go into the first thank you very so much um, ton of slides so here um, yep yep ton of slides um so yes. ken um is the next line of street fighter figures um for the 16 line um i will say because we keep getting asked there will be more of this uh, you know of this line going through yeah. um a bit close to my heart um and it's about you know sort of getting that that classic look of ken that was you know one of the costume options in the elements from earlier games to it so for example capcom have allowed us to use the short hair um here so mm-hmm. so we've, we've got this kind of cool swap it so so essentially you get you know the two head sculpts and then you receive and then you get two hair sculpts and they right, okay. are yep. sort of interchange between the whole thing which is great um it, it just means that you've got basically four head options um you know for, yep. for you mm-hmm. um for your collection 
facts out of it, which is which is really important. Ken's got quite a distinctive face. Most of the fighters in in Street Fighter, um, you know, Ken's got that cheeky look, and it's the it's mm-hmm. the whole throwing up the peace sign thing, and yeah. and, and and sort of that overconfidence and, and, and stuff. Like sense um and and i've always liked that about ken and and it's something that you know we're, we're really focused on you know achieving with smirk on the on the more neutral head and then we've got the the sort of um you know more angry special move type face that, that we could have so we could have two of yep they were um now the the body is the same body design or as we're nicknaming it the shoto body from um ryu um However, the skin tone and pigment is different because Ken's skin tone and pigment are different in the game. Um, yep. So that's important to us to make sure that the the they're as authentic as they are as they can be when it comes to look and you know sort of appearance, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we've got multiple hand sculpts, we've got multiple um, special effects type things um, that we you know. In addition to that, it's it's very much about you know com- creating that sort of companion piece and that roster from Street Fighter. So so people yep. from all. Um, I don't know just like to you, do you wanna, Yeah, do you want to? Um, we we are losing you, but do you want to drop back to just using your 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 computer? Right. We'll, we'll work with that. Okay, so uh, just while uh, I'll sorry about this, guys. Whilst uh, Andy's um, just sorting out his uh, audio, um, just a, a, a quick reminder that. Um, uh, Ian and I will be at um, Star Wars Celebration this Saturday. So uh, if any of you are attending on the Saturday, it'd be great to meet up with you. Um, we've got some special celebration stickers that we'll be giving out um, to anybody that comes up to us and, and tells us that they're uh, a listen, subscriber to Collecting Weekly and listen to, to OFAC. Um, so that would be great. You know, as many of you that we can meet up with, um, the better. Um I think it's going to be a really good day um we've also got um a shane from one six figure focus is going to be there um so yeah um you know if you're going it'd be great to see you um right and we've got andy back there we go we had a full crash and everything in that small gap right so right i'm oh, sorry okay. if there's a little bit of an no, echo okay. you're on my you're on um on, yeah, on my that's what i think is at this point i think I think we'll live with that because it's better than uh, losing you um, mid-sentence. So, um, well, if you can, if we can try and uh, maybe if we can try the art of muting and unmuting, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, no, just um, the figure looks great to me. Um, I'm really impressed uh, that you've got the the interchangeable. Um, sort of faces and hair because i know a lot of people um i wasn't really aware of it because i i think i've mainly my my kind of knowledge is back um sort of street fighter 2 maybe sort of turbo time so i'm not so familiar with 5 so um i guess you're kind of um it, it, it appeals to different I, I think was i think when i was playing it he had the shorter hair um is that correct and then the the longer hair is a more recent uh, version yeah so the um the short hair obviously you will have seen that for two um we've then got um sort of as we move into the sort of alpha games is where ken tends to have mm-hmm. longer hair um you might have seen the street fighter animated movie where ken has long hair in the past and then has the right. shorter hair later in the movie 
Um, you know, so a number of games have borrowed from elements of that. And this ver this costume appears in five because this isn't his main costume, but this is this right. is one of the costumes that appears in five. Um, means that we can um, sort of get the best of both worlds, as it were. Mm -hmm. And and so so the you know the the whole thing is to capture. People like you who like two with the short hair, yeah. and to cap, yeah. you know, to capture the people who are in the alpha era or in that, you know, sort of animated anime type era, and also people who are in Street Fighter Five. So it so it kind of covers everybody, if that makes any sense, rather than just creating mm -hmm. a single costume from a game that, that perhaps isn't as all encompassing, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's and that's really cool because I know a lot of people were, were asking about that. I know definitely that Marco from um, One Six Fix was asking about that. So he'll be. I, di I didn't divulge anything. Uh, I I thought he'll he'll find out the good news today. Um. So uh, and he's got the he's got the Ryu figure and he he absolutely loves it. So I know that he'll be he'll be hitting the pre-order button on this one today. Um. Especially with the, with the interchangeable hair. So um. That's probably an obvious question, but is it is it the same? It use the same body that you developed for uh, Ryu? Yeah, so I guess I cut out at that point. So yeah, it does use the same um, body that we developed for Ryu because they um, mm -hmm. the, the, the nickname is Shoto Body from um, in, in sort of the Street Fighter terminology, which covers a number of right. the characters who have all have a similar look. Um, so Ken is a different skin tone. Um, uh, so that's something that, you know, when you stand next to each other, it, you know, Ryu and Ken, it's not going to look like a, you know, just this is a different head on. Um, you know, the hands are in similar poses because they have a similar fighting style from where they were trained, but the hands are yeah. actually completely redone. So, like, if you went and got a Ryu hand, you'll notice that they're all gloved up and all the fingers mm -hmm. are covered and everything like yeah. that. So, yeah. so, but the, the, so the poses are similar because the fighting style, but the hands have been completely done from the ground up. Yet again, so so that's all new yeah. molding along with all the heads and the accessories and everything like that. Um, fun fact: the um, Ken that was used in our prototype is perhaps the oldest version of the body that we own. So okay. people who want to talk about longevity of TBL bodies and yeah. stuff like that, um, this was one of the earlier bodies that we had before Ryu and where we hadn't settled on skin tone. And, you know, we, we decided what Ryu's skin tone was going to be yeah. with this mm -hmm. physical body that's in those photos. So, oh. um, so you know, that that's it's been about a number of years, <laughs> that actual body. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, still, that's, that's definitely definitely good to know. And, and that's still a, a question that a lot of people ask. And I think that, um, you know, you've you've spent a lot of time on previous um, episodes of ours talking about the, you know, the work that's gone into the body and the longevity. Um, and it's still a question that people ask because there's still a lot of people that um either don't own any seamless bodies or they're um they're reluctant to, to to get into that game because they are worried they've seen the horror stories and, and and again like with everything you tend to see the, the the bad things that happen with these and and i've got and i know i always say to people i've got several fison bodies um not this one because it's obviously especially developed for um for your figures and i don't know whether or not um there's anything different about the materials compared to the ones that that we can buy um you know off the shelf sort of thing and you know i have had a couple of elbows split but then you know i think a lot of it is to do with, with handling as well and, and being respectful of the of the material and knowing that it's not indestructible um as long as you're careful with it and you don't stress it in a way that isn't natural um 
you know so i i've definitely and, and i think people are finding that with with the with the with the reu now that they're perhaps getting some confidence if that's their first figure that's you know a seamless silicon body yeah i, th- I think the one of the the big cues for for us is um, always read the instructions um is is, mm-hmm. is the big is the big cue yeah. um l- looking after them and making sure that the you know there is a little bit of extra effort that goes into handling seamless body. There's no question in my mind around that. Exactly. But also, it doesn't matter if you have any figure, uh, you know, plastic body, any of that stuff. If you put them in extreme poses for too long, if you, um, you know, with, with like clothing that has like plastic coating or even just tailored stuff, it eventually will, will give, you know, things yeah. wear out, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, so the whole point is following those instructions for longevity, and that goes for any figure. That, that's as a long-term collector's piece of advice, not just somebody who's, who's going, yeah. oh, these are our figures. Um, any figure that you've got suited, spandex, whatever, follow the instructions, but also yeah. think about resting the clothing back to its original mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. as, you know, that, that's something you should always do with your figures, full stop. Yes, yeah. Brilliant. Um so here we have we here we have him with his um his counterpart and obviously we we kind of knew Ken was coming because he he was teased um way back in the in when when you first um put the uh Ryu figure up for pre-order so um we kind of all knew that um Ken was coming um and I think you know obviously a lot of it was um, I don't know how much of that was riding on the success of, of, of Rio, whether Ken was always going to come anyway. But from what I can see, the the the, the Rio release has been has been fantastic. Um, you know, I mean, as far as you're concerned, it, it's, it's sold out everywhere, isn't it? it? I mean, there's still, you know, you see they're now available in the secondary market or they might be, but, you, you know, the, the run has sold out and that's brilliant. And I think it's, you know, hopefully it's given the the line that that injection of confidence that um you know that this will go forward um uh, you know into more characters and stuff yeah i mean to be fair ken was always on the cards for for, yeah. for coming to be honest there would have been another tease um uh, with with this release um, i was going to ask you it's about all that. it's all about timing so i wouldn't be surprised if we tease something in the in the near future um yeah, yeah. but it, it was not on the cards as regards a timing thing and basically for my own sanity of receiving several several like 20 30 messages a day where's ken um you know i had to we had to get this released um what i would say though something that's quite um important is that from our design point of view it was all the, the plan was always to get ryu in people's hands first yeah. Right, regardless, because what what yeah. we didn't want to do is come up and go, here's a load of figures, you've never bought a figure, you've never handled one of these, you don't know what the end quality is like, good luck, and see what pre-orders are like, because that would yeah. have that would have not been good for the brand, full yeah. stop. So what we what we um actually did is is we made sure that you know we got Ryu in people's hands and Ken was you know sort of designed and don't get me wrong there's been tinkering that's gone in between in between mm-hmm. that period you know there's lessons learned from Ryu and production and stuff like that but it was always it was always on the cards unless we sold like twelve or something crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. like that you know it was always yeah, a plan yeah. and 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 this has always been engineered to be a line um, you know. I, I keep saying to people in the groups, if the fan support is there and people keep purchasing them, we will make them all. 
Uh, you know, I'll go out my way yeah. to make everything, yeah. every weird mm-hmm. character, every weird variant, <laughs> as long as yeah. Capcom are happy and as long as we're happy. And I have to say, Capcom have been absolutely amazing. They they could have gone, no, we're not having short hair with Ken because it's not era specific. Yeah. It's not license specific. But no, they wanted this this sort of crossover look like we did. So, you know, they were on the same page. And, and, and I kind of love when when a license is in. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work with you, and we're gonna do the thing that kind of you want to do, and, and and work with you to create something like that. It's really special, and it, it means a lot. So yeah, um, yeah, it, 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 it's it, so it's always been on the cards. Um, people, you know, will go, oh, I want this character, I want this character, I want this character. Yet again, from a licenses perspective, there's characters that they want, and and that obviously shapes right. a little bit of what we do as yeah. well, because they go, well, we we want these people out for X business reasons, and and mm-hmm. so that does shape what we do. But obviously, we feedback community response as well, so yeah. that that doesn't mean bombard me with loads of messages or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah, this course. weird character from X game, but yeah. you know, the comments in this in the stuff does help us to show a, a, a business case for stuff, and and mm-hmm. you know, the response to just as teasing long haired. Ken meant that they were in, you know, uh, you know, yeah, and yeah. and that's something that's been, you know, very positive. And I'm quite sure for anything else that we we tease going forward, you you know, there'll be a similar response. Yeah, that's brilliant. Because um, so so in in essence, they've got a kind of um, they uh, they have a a sort of schedule, and I suppose um, I think it's brilliant that you kind of waited until um, Rio was in people's hands. Um, I think a lot of people have got theirs now. Um, that's something that um, I don't want to talk about it too much, but but something that I wish that Inart would have done, just because I, I I wanted the Gandalf. I have ordered him in the end, but I really wanted to see the Joker in people's hands because, again, yes, they're a known quantity for their statues and things like that, but until you get that first figure uh, in hand, and obviously for for you. Um, you, we've had the 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 Ali um, uh, head sculpts and things before, but I believe Ryu is the first full figure release because it might have been might have been Patrick Bateman, but with the issues with um, that we'll, we'll go into after this. Um, so I think it's very important that people um, got that in hand and 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 had that. So the confidence, particularly with the, with that um, the seamless body. Um, I think it's, it's it's really clever, and also I suppose with Capcom, so it makes sense to me because uh, Ryu is is Street Fighter. He he he's he encapsulates the, the thing. So even if it was a one off kind of thing, but as you said, Ken was always in the line. I think once you got these two, and when hopefully this guy sells out, then you've got people hooked. Then and they're going to want to. If you've bought two, you're going to want to keep buying new ones so it's interesting um that obviously uh obviously i don't expect you to go into it and you won't be able to go into it but um obviously they have a a, a plan of who they think would be kind of the, the the next best selling figure and i suppose potentially a, f- a female figure um <laughs> yeah um, um i i can't give anything away no, of course um I, I i will say that <sighs> How can I put it? It's not always about selling. It's about that they've got timelines and they've got groups of things that they want to go together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, so there's 
people have to understand that there's sometimes where there'll, there'll be like groups characters within a specific license yeah. or a specific time bracket and things like that and and so so we were trusted to go ahead with with you know ryu ken and whatever else is under the umbrella yeah. and, and that leads to other stuff as well so um i i mean i i can tell you that there is more than the initial contract that we were under for ryu you know so there is more stuff you know in, in oh. pipeline um yeah, so yeah. that that's something that we're quite you know happy and and proud of um to, yeah, to be able yeah. to do that um i mean I, I wish i could speak really freely about certain things but sometimes when it, no, it's we've... it's not you, you know it, it, yeah. it's it's great to be able to go oh yeah we, we were going to do this but the, you know um there's lots of different things that then can happen mm -hmm. you know you could have a million third parties jump out on it tomorrow yeah. because you've done it or yeah, um definitely or um, it could scare people no, off, which is the other, you know, yeah, you know, exactly. yeah, and we, so. you know, we, we we fully appreciate that, and I think, um, I suppose my next question would be, um, and again, you know, you don't have to answer, um, how many, roughly, how many other figures would would you say would be able to use this same body, and because obviously my my sort of thinking is is that you know obviously you've put the R and D into this specific body so obviously it makes sense to um you know capitalize on that and and release um other figures that that would use that body and, uh, and i'm i'm guessing here i don't know whether you know say blanca has the same body but it's <laughs> you know um i don't i don't know anywhere near as well as you um, um it's fine yeah there are other characters that definitely will use this body absolutely yeah. but um if you look at pyramid head and you look at Ali, there's um, elements of body stuff shared there. Um, there's also stuff outside of Street Fighter that we could look at with this yeah. body. But it, the idea is not just going, oh, great, we've got one body that we've made. Let's see how many of these yeah. guys we can make. Sure. Uh, it, 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 you know, because that is the easy way out. And exactly. That's everything we do that. isn't about being the easy, easy no. way. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're trying to do... Um, you know, I'm not trying to come at, come at it and say, oh, we're going to push the limits and we're going to change one six scale. No, absolutely not. But mm -hmm. I want to do things that are creative and a little bit different in some of the things. So there, there is R&D that's going into other bodies, other ideas, other designs. And there's a few bits yeah. that I'll be able to show you today that perhaps will... I mean, ju just to give you an example, I mean, I have a version of Ken here, not the yes, version in I those should, photographs. In fact, the version of Ken here has holes in the base of his feet because it's like one right. of the old right. bits with okay. 3D printed okay. bits. Okay. But to give no you problem. an idea, um, because it's those other ones end up returning, you know, this is this is uh, very early, uh, you know, sort of Ken. That sort of smug, smirk, mm -hmm. Street Fighter 2 face. Yeah. And, yep. You know, still wired gee, still, you know, wired belt, all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, he there he is. He's, big, he's a big guy. I will say my yeah. lighting's probably making his his camera is is gee look a little bit pink. But um, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah that is that is not the case. It's a, no. it's a really nice rich red. But what I do want to show you is sort of the scale and and, and size of the fire effect for the foot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at that sweeping yeah. effect, and obviously, and you know this is going to sort of like clip onto the. And, and I was going to ask you how that, how that. Yeah, so on. obviously the feet remove, um, as we've seen previously. I'm not going to do it with this one on camera and try and, and try and butcher yeah, it in I'm front of you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the feet the feet remove, 
and, and basically plug into the top of the foot, oh, the replacement foot that will be there. Yeah. And and then this can either then stand on a pole and have that extra support like the fireball did to be in front of him, or alternatively it can be on the foot or sweeping. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a heavy piece, uh, but you know that's why there's stands and equipment and yep. stuff like that yep. to be able to do that with. And then in addition to that, we also have his. Um, and this might not really come out as we're super clear in the um in in the images but we have his um fist fire effect for for his yeah. uppercut and you'll probably be able to see if i can just slightly show you there's some like slight fingers that you can see coming through the top of the fireball okay so yeah, yeah. And, and you can see a little bit the glove in the in, in sort of the design that we have here so um i mean these are interchangeable to be able to be used on both hands um but you know it's, it's sort of it's more than just it's a fireball there is there is elements mm-hmm. with like as i say like a fist breaking breaking through so it can be um, yeah that's really cool yeah, in a way it's kind of lighter in the middle and and it looks yeah looks, looks really good yeah so I'm, I'm very very proud of the way that ken's looking um you know and it's gonna be really nice to be able to um to, to be able to continue that line and have them together and, well, and, and, exactly. and stuff like that. And I, I think and there's going to be more that we show as we go along. I mean, obviously, today's day one and, and you know, with social media and with a figure release, we'll probably end off showing little bits around box design and a few, yep. you know, yep. things like that as we make our way along. So, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks. Because um, I was going to ask you, um, so, um, actually, yeah, while we're on, um, so what's the um, what's the retail price on on this guy, and when's he slated for release? So um, U.S. dollars, it's two eight nine U.S. dollars, which is the same amount that Ryu was released for. Um, so we've yep. not increased yep. that. There is no. shipping on that, which will depend on your territory. Before we try to absorb quite as much of that as humanly possible, um, the reality is for all of us, shipping has gone up through the roof. Yeah. We're still absorbing a lot of it, but same with Ryu. Ryu was like, I think, over three kilograms for that box. It's huge. Yeah, absolutely people huge. how heavy for, it is, yeah. For, 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 to give you an idea of, of scale and weight, a fully kitted Hot Toys Deadpool is around mm. about 500 grams. That's with the stand, okay? Yep. The body that's on Ken is over 700 grams on it, just for the body. No accessories, no head, no clothes, no anything. So you you then factor in the box and everything that comes in. It's, it's, It's a big thing. So yeah, um, and which adds to the cost massibly, as we know. Absolutely. So, uh, and obviously, we as a company absorb as much of that as humanly possible. Um, as, as, as but you know, shipping is a thing. So, so we will be, uh, we will, will have shipping on there. It's quite reasonable. If you go and have a look on the iconic yeah. website, it will show you, you know, if you enter your area. There's only a select amount of countries that we just can't deliver to, and yeah. trust that it'll get there. So those are listed on the site as well. Yeah, and obviously, it's available through. Um, uh, other companies and stuff as well. Uh, absolutely. So there, the you know, sideshow, big bad toy store, one six kit, all yeah. your trusted sellers. It's it's there. There's there's a there's, there's one that I won't name that that it won't be at under any yeah, circumstances. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, everywhere else, any reputable reputable that's yeah. a good word. Any reputable company, it will most likely be with. Any companies that companies pay their bills. Pay their bills. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Yeah. 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 Important things. Um, and yeah, when's he? When's the expected release date? So we've put in, we've put in the um, stuff. We've put in Q4 um, to Q1. Now I, I'm not trying to promise anybody anything because the, the worlds are 
strange place still. Um, yeah. But the because the body already exists, we're not having to R&D that body. We're not having to mm-hmm. test that body in the same way. And there is an element of this that's already been molded. So it does increase the, you know, the speed of the, t- uh, you know, the, yeah. The, yeah. you know, in comparison to Ryu. Um, so there are a lot of checks and balances that are already pretty much, you know, in place. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what Christmas shipping's like. So that's yeah. where we're sort of hedging the bets and saying, yeah. well, look. Yeah. Maybe save your money at Christmas time just in case he comes early. But if mm-hmm. he doesn't, then it'll be, you know, it'll be before that sort of um, Chinese yeah. New Year time period. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So how did you, did you, how did you find the whole, um, like, shipping process with, with, with Ryu? <laughs> fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun. We have completely changed the, Ryu was a lot of, a lot of lessons, um, Mm-hmm. Like how we operate the site, how waitlist works, how we handle customers and deal with them. Because obviously we're a small team. So, you know, when yeah. some people come at you with a question, sometimes we've got to go and find out and speak to one of the others. Or perhaps you're dealing with the same person who's looking through all the stuff manually themselves. And it doesn't help with time zones. So if I got to speak to a factory in China and it's four o'clock in the morning there, i got to wait till they wake up, you know. So yeah. it, there's, there's, a, there's elements like that. So there has been a lot of... A lot of changes and things like that. Um, I, I think we've got it nailed now. I think yeah. we're in a we're in a very much a position where we've got a pipeline. People pay for their orders. Stuff goes straight through. It takes a couple of. It says your orders processed or whatever, mm-hmm. and then that goes to our packing partner in China. We pack it up. Send me a tracking number, and then our team put those tracking numbers into the system, which automatically emails customers. So that you know, as regards making it seamless you know seamless as a, as a transitional thing that that's something we work quite quite hard to make sure happens yeah and i yeah, and i guess and I you know guess, that was your first um full figure release so it was always yeah. going to be a bit of a, a a learning curve but i think um that's good that you're you've kind of got on top of that um we've just got a question here from from andre um sorry to jump straight in but how close is um ali to release Andy, um, I would say just because I've got not got numbers in front of me. If you go to the update section on Iconic Studios, we from now on are keeping a like a full grid of this is what date these right. things are at. So if there's ever a bump to a later quarter or any of that stuff, it'll always be on there. I can tell you from the things that I know without looking at it as a um, as a. Um, how can I put it without without you know sort of looking at dates and numbers? Um, what what I could say is that the um, the figures in full production in full swing. So I I know when the body you know that the bodies are at the factory. I know that the you know the things have gone through molding and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah, brilliant. And and how have you found? Have have, have you had much? Um kind of traffic again you don't have to answer this but i just in terms of um like how how people have found the figures has there been much um sort of qc or anything have you had um if you you know with your customer service has, have you had to sort of deal with uh, any bits or has it all gone fairly fairly well as far as your you know um i can tell you the exact number and that number is three that's pretty good, pretty good. and none of them were body related one was a missing hand one was a head issue, and I can't even remember what the other one was. Mm-hmm. That's 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 where we're at. We're at three. 
Um, if any retailer or anything like that has con that hasn't contacted us or anything like that directly, um, any customer that's come through to us has um, been dealt with, with exception of the chap who I'm posting out their stuff myself next week. Yeah, that's fantastic to know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I think uh, you know that probably covers Ken. I think it's a it's a great looking figure. Um, I personally love the you know the two the two sculpts and and the and the interchangeable hair and everything. It gives people options. Um, always good. And I think you know for people that have bought the the Ryu figure how can you not have this guy you know you're buying you're buying uh figures from street fighter you've got to have at least two fighters they've got to be fighting someone so um i expect to see lots of really cool poses of people um facing these two off against each other um and you know that that that'd be that'd be brilliant um so yeah so, while yeah, we've um I will just say before before when you're mentioning the um the people fighting each other people might not have noticed this but um Ken's eyes on the angry face are looking one way and Ryu's eyes on the angry face are looking the other way so it's purposely been designed for the angry faces to be facing off against each other right so that's just that's a little perfect. a little tidbit yeah. for you um so that's cool so yeah um obviously we've just um just uh touched on Ali and you said that you've got a, a kind of um, a, a, an update spreadsheet or kind of or, or a matrix of, of people can have a look and see where everything is at. Um, so obviously um, the first um, full figure pre-order that you put up was um, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho and obviously uh, originally I guess this would have been the first full figure release um, but we know that um, was it around just before Christmas time that you put an announcement out that um there was some uh time delays i think it was with the with the hair on the screaming sculpt because it's made up of multiple pieces and there was a bit of an issue with them kind of fitting together so obviously you know you were very upfront you came out and put a, a um a, a notice out saying you know we want this to be right um we're going to have to put in a delay unfortunately um which obviously has brought Ryu forward as the, as the first figure which i don't think is a bad thing because um you know, it, it it's it proves it proves that the company delivers on what it's what it's solicited. So I think you know it. This isn't a bad thing, and I think to to hold it back and to get the um to get it right is the, is the right thing to do. So where whereabouts are we with um with with Patrick? So good news with Patrick um, is that that figure there is is like the first off the line, as it were. Okay. So, yeah. so what that basically means is that what I like to do, because I'm not always, you know, at the moment we haven't been able to just get on a plane and go to China like like I would normally, um, you know. So things have to be shipped back and forward. That figure's in in hand. It's been checked. It's um, it, it's it's one of the things that we've you know we've greenlit. So now the figure's in the process where it's it's all gone through production, and then that is now. Um, that's now basically in in the packing process. So the idea is that all right. of those that figures that have been created then go into box, and um, then we arrange the shipping. I will say that the um, you know customers should be getting invoices in the next you know in the next few weeks. There there is an yeah. element that we're trying to work work around so everybody gets them at a similar time. One of the things that we had with with Ryu is you know some companies got them a lot later and we're trying to minimize that as as much as humanly possible and you know um to to make that work basically. Um yeah. just 
thing I can show you, which is a bit exclusive, is that is what the front of the box is going to look like. Brilliant. Let's just solo lay out you again. That is the box. Lovely. There we go. And there's going to be a nice plastic sleeve on this that's going to have like blood spatter. Haven't got that in hand, but that's what, what it's going to be. And um, on the inside of the box, there'll be this, um, there'll be lovely printed apartment, two bits of the apartment, one with the um, the CD, you know, case and everything. And then you've got the kitchen for the Paul Allen sort of so oh, that's really cool. against the wall and everything like that um originally was contact um you know concepted um by kevin clarkson and you know people who did backdrops and bases and stuff like that so there's a little thanks to them in the um in the paperwork you know in the in, in the paperwork and everything like that yep um so yeah that's that's where we are with this uh, i do actually have bateman with me please i will just say to everybody here as you've seen with ken and the Terrible lighting that I've currently got today. <laughs> um, Bateman is here, but yeah, again, we're under terrible lighting. Probably the only yeah. person that looks any good is me. So <laughs> <laughs> just to show you, um, this is this is Bateman. Um, and the really cool thing about this is that the head posts are magnetic. So you just snap them on like so. Ah, very nice. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can get that. Lots of like detailed pop and like pop marks and things like that in the face. I don't know how well that's coming up on, on here, but you should get that sort of nasty looking, yeah, Patrick yeah. Bateman through there. And then obviously we have that lovely screaming sculpt, which is you know put together from several pieces. And you've got to see yeah. sort of wrinkles in the faces and everything like that. And that yet again just snaps on like so. Yeah, that's very nice. Um, so yeah. we've got that. Um, in fact, might. If I can do it quickly on camera. So, sing a song or something, pal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> any ditty you know. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Are you going to put the uh, put the uh, the the the, uh, the the jacket on the? Um, yeah. What would you call? What would you call it? I don't know. What what's what's what do you call Mac? it in your? Would we go with the Mac? Mac? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Oh, so it's just about you. You slide the hands off. You put the arms back, and you um, slide them through like so. Please forgive me, internet community of action figures, of how badly this is going to look. Um, just thrown together really quickly. I like to post things with a lot more detail than this normally. Um, but just to give you an idea of um, how all the magnets just snap together. Yeah. There yep. you go. And then, oop, there we go. We've got his head on. And then you put your hands on and you put everything on on together and then that's all that's all together in one piece for you so and you've still got the little the, the little circles on the back of the coat yeah i really yeah. love the coats it's absolutely gorgeous yeah. yeah and and there's loads of other cool stuff like the you know you've got the the bigger coat with the wiring on the bottom which is really nice and really detailed and then we've got things like the axe a lot of people commented on that with the blood spatter that you just slide on oh that's yeah yeah that's very cool there you go. Slide it on badly for the internet. There we go. <laughs> and you can see it's not just a red color. It's semi-translucent. So it's, it's more like yeah. spatter yeah. than it just... It's, and, and it's, it's, it's the, far more red, same as Ken, <laughs> in person. Um, but just to you give see you... the whole blade. That's brilliant, so you, yeah. You know, so you've got the idea of that, of that together. Now, a few people have asked me about, you know, the coat and should it have come bloodstained. And the, the, the issue is if it comes bloodstained, you can't use the standard head you to just pop that yeah. on like so you know yeah. Yeah. um but if you do, do decide to spatter your own coat that's up to you but you can't unspatter the coat if that makes sense yeah exactly so yeah that's the that's the choice sure. obviously you do get the um 
full-size Patrick Bateman card. There's the little one as well. There are things that some people might not have seen from the original. Um, since you know, one of those updates, we um, we actually included extra stuff with this. So there's a little CD case that opens. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So we have that, and, and because we couldn't use Huey Lewis in the news, we created a a fictional a fictional band that's very very similar ah. with an iconic <laughs> logo up there, and it says mergers and acquisitions, which anybody oh. will know comes from Patrick Bateman's card. And Love on it. the back, even though it's so microscopic, is all the lines of dialogue that Patrick and um, Paul have between each other. <laughs> um, somebody cool. said, you should have made two coats. Absolutely, we did. We made this coat and this coat. So that would have been three coats, if, not including the suit jacket, if we'd have done that as well. Yeah. So the, yeah. there's a price element. It's like, how big can it be? Yeah, you know, how expensive can that be? And, and you know, if you start to get into, well, this is going to be 400, 500 pounds territory, that might not be good for a customer. So that's something that we've got to consider. That's that's the, the oh. sacrifice of there not being too Yeah, I let Marco says PO'd Ken this morning. I knew he would be. I knew he would. Nice so. one, mate. Nice one. There you go. Um, just an, another little bit. Um, we also included gloved hands, which weren't in the original release. So mm -hmm. we have like the, the murder stabbing hand um, to put your knife in. And we also have uh, an open sort of grasping hand for you to be able to pop your phone in oh, there. So you can no, have no, your no, nice no. business call overcoat Patrick yeah. Bateman yeah. And, and all that and your suitcase that your briefcase that opens and there's just everything here. It, 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 you know we we've tried to cover as many bases as we can with Patrick mm. and and, uh, and to and to make out um you know what you want to do. Somebody just said in the comments I guess it's easy to print out a mini C D cover. You it, <laughs> If you decided to breach copyright and pre print your own CD cover, I am not going to come to your house and stop you putting a Huey Lewis cover on the front yeah. of this case. Um, there may be a reason that it looks so similar. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people, people can, there are things that you can obviously quite easily do to um, uh, kind of um, customize your figures if, if, if you feel the need. But I think, um, uh, you know, at that scale, if he's got it in his hand, um, that's very nice. There you go. Just uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna know that it's not um not no. legit. Um, got a question from um Zach here, the Ox Father. Um, Andy, I know you've talked on on this in the past, but can you talk about how you guys overcame any production difficulties with the bloody head um, and the mold tolerances? Yeah, I I cried over um instant messenger a lot of times to the people of production, <laughs> uh, and that was pretty much it until we got it right. No, um. It's a lot of work and mathematics. To be quite frank, the the people who do this are artists, right? Mm. You, you've got painters, you've got sculptors, but the people who do molding are artists. And if you don't have people who are good at that, um, they it just falls it just all falls to bits. And and so uh, the biggest issue that we had is is people, you know, I don't want to get demonetized, so the thing that stopped everybody getting together for a number of years it yeah. has still been an issue in asia up until recently there's still been areas where they've gone you know until the last three four months no these people can't yeah. meet or this person's been ill so this group can't meet and when you've got groups of people who are coordinating molds in different places that's yeah. a massive issue yeah because yeah. there's only so much you can do from messaging each other and and sending pieces to each other and back and forward those human yeah, and I suppose in the same room the tolerances are so small. Exactly. It's mathematically well. a nightmare. Yeah. And I'm very, very lucky that we have 11 um, 
for production to be able to mm. coordinate these and be able to say, look, I'm not happy with this. He he is the he is the most focused production manager going. Like he he's so yeah. Um he's so good at just going this this I'm not happy with this. I'm gonna yeah. go back and do this. I'm gonna um I'm gonna go back and change this or you know and sometimes you've got to say take a step away. Mm-hmm. It's fine now. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. when it's something you know where where we are all in agreement, no, the, I agree with you. You know, we want to get this right. We want to make sure that these things are right. He's on it. Yeah. He's, a, he's he's absolutely on it. And and just to come up with some of these little things, like um, just to show you, this is just this is something that's you know relatively new that that he's popped in this. Do you get this head peg out? They're actually based on um, friction, not on um, not on the standard. You know how you, you know when you're trying to remove a head peg. Um, normally you've got the ball joint yeah. okay and sometimes there's a risk of if you rip that out of the body that's it it, it snaps and and mm-hmm. that's it um, and i'm not going yeah. to do it on camera yet but these these he's created are actually based on frictions so they're like a, a a different type of cap okay so this, yeah this means it's far easier to plug that into a body um, like so yeah. And not worry. Look, we don't have to worry about messing the collar up or anything like that. So it's little details like yeah. that mm-hmm. to make sure that, that you know, that the collar doesn't get messed up on your suit. You yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah. The braces yeah. don't damage and pull the trousers out of alignment. All, all things like that that they've gone into and considered. Yeah. And and no. it, it's those sorts of things that made me proud to work with those group, that group of people. And then that's why when they go back and go, right, we're going to make sure that, the, you know, because all these different lines and different sections of hair yeah you know getting that right so they scale properly was so important and and as a result yeah. the head's beautiful and i can't wait till you all have it in hand and until you're just snapping them on and you know shaking them about because they don't fall off even though they're magnetic yeah, yeah. No, it's and that's confidence for you to be able to do that on it in fact <laughs> the video i will probably one day share of 11 running around the factory with one of the psychos doing that trying to right. slick the head off <laughs> <laughs> that's cool no, it, I mean, might, it, as, it might make the internet one day <laughs> as a as certainly as a, as a collector it's really nice to hear the the sort of the um the attention to detail and and the fact that it's um it you know it's a business it's people's livelihoods but you want it to be right yeah. and obviously that leads into you know um further sales down the line uh confidence in the brand and everything but i think from the get-go um, it really does feel like um, you know you care about the the customer, and that you, you you know you want it to you want people to love these pieces um, and not feel like oh okay yeah they could have done this better you know you want to kind of just nail nail everything um, so yeah I think I think Bateman looks brilliant um, so I suppose the next thing is so what's the next what's your next figure that's that sh- apart from so so patrick bateman should be the next figure that will ship out is that is that correct yeah bateman's gonna be the next figure that ships um yep. i think then it's gonna be elvis oh, sorry not elvis yep. sorry i apologize now i think it's gonna be then ali and the elvises yep. then the silent hill stuff then ken then whatever's next um, sure. I will. I will say if I can be really cheeky and sound like a TV sales guy for a few seconds. There are some wider iconic projects, and I know that you're a figure podcast, but I, yep. I do want to exp- explain that we're, we're a bit, a bit of a wider thing 
than that. There's not just me. Yeah. There's you know other departments of what we do. So um, so I don't know if any of you noticed recently, but uh, John Carpenter himself was actually touting our new They Live card game. Oh, really? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Like, so if you yeah. go on John Carpenter's Master of Horror or any of his socials, he's literally like, go and look at this. And that's because later in the month, this new They Live card game will go on Kickstarter. It's got this cool Very VHS cool. box. It's got this old weather design and all sorts of stuff like that. Nah, so nice. yeah. really, really cool. There's going to be lots of like let's plays and stuff like that. So yet again, another thing that we've done and learned is that the original game was such a long beast because we were doing it through COVID that we decided to make the game first, like in full, yeah. full produce yeah. one or, or several, and then get to the point where we could just go click and multiple multiple issue them. So so the idea is like really short windows for Kickstarter and everything like that. So those are super yeah. cool. The other thing that we um, had a look at, and um, I might, I'll be able to show you today, is a lot of people commented on like the art for Ryu and yep. the art for how they live stuff and the art, you know, so, so all of a sudden there's this big, I really like the art. Can I have stuff? And so one of the experiments that we're, you know, sort of stepping into because we got asked to buy a studio is we're going to uh, actually launch a little apparel line. That's um, going to launch on Amazon. Okay. It'll be in the UK in the next couple of days and it'll be in the U S and rest of the world and Europe shortly after. Um, we're actually launching with Evil Dead 2, which might hint at future stuff. Who knows, right? <laughs> so uh, we've got the Rosie the Riveter groovy nice. t-shirt. Nice. Um, I, know, I know a man a man that might be after one of those. Yeah. I know, right? This one's great, but my favorite is what we call our movie poster tee. And this one, is, um, yeah, again, they're all done like Hugo, the guy we work with. Um, yep. And they're absolutely beautiful. I'm opening these fresh. So cool. actually these ones I've um, borrowed from my son, shall we say. Check this out. <laughs> my this is the one I absolutely adore. Check that out. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 So um Studio Canal will be wearing them on their streams for Evil Dead Rise. Okay. Um, yep. They're all in on what we're doing. And who knows, that may lean into if, if people are into it. It may lean into, well, hey, this Ryu box, you really like the design of Ryu. Who knows? We might do something cool with with that. And, you know, so the idea is you know, sharing that art and, and doing some different things that are a little bit outside of just doing figures. Yeah, but no, definitely. Figures is still my focus, you know, critically. Yes. Very, yeah. very. And it's good to see, as you say, the possible tees there that, you know, uh, if you've got a, a license to do T-shirts, then it's obviously opportunities to... Uh, yeah, other. there is there is one other tease. I don't know how many of you read the OSR interview I did recently, but I said the words "there can be only one," and that's where we'll leave that conversation. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So, yeah, so that's, that's something cool. I'm quite excited about, and there's going to be some yeah. really cool stuff to do with that. That's brilliant. Um, so uh, I suppose you know, without any specifics or anything, um, when. Do you think, and we've only just got the Ken PO, so it might be a bit too early, but um, sort of where, what, what, what would be the timeline for kind of like your next solicitation of your of, of the next figure along the line? I think the, the nicest way of saying it, because obviously there's an approvals process and I don't want to get in the way of that, um, sure. but I will say the wait between Ryu and Ken won't be anywhere near. The wait between our previous release, like Simon Hill and Ken, 
won't be anywhere yeah. near that. So right. the word soon is what I would use without being yeah. too drunk. Yeah, so in, it, you feel like you're like in a way it's ramping up that you're kind of um, you're gaining speed and you're able to kind of um, you know get more sort of figures um, out there for pre-order. Um, this year our production so it's fine to just going oh we've got a lot of pre-orders knock yourself out it'll be a million yeah. years this year yeah. our production will double in what we do um yeah. you know from a from a on boots on the ground people doing things will double this year which is why any backlog that's been created from that time where people couldn't get together um, yeah will, will be gone by the end of this year um, you know, yeah. based on those timetables and everything that we're working yeah. towards. So, so the idea is to, yes, clear backlog, but not clear it in such a way that that is counterproductive to what the product looks like. And that's why Bateman, we could have just gone, yeah, it's fine, out. And, yeah, um, yeah. And, and that was not a thing. <laughs> so it, no. it's very much around um, making sure that everything – that people are going to be happy with it. That me as a collector, would I be upset if I received this, these things to my door? Would I be upset with those t-shirts? Yeah. Would I be upset with the, the the card game? Does it play all right? Or is it just some fluff with pictures on it? You know, all of those things are really, really important for what we're doing. So, so yeah. And people are singing Princess of the Universe in the comments. Yeah. So that that's as much as I'm going to get into with that. But yeah. you get where <laughs> I'm coming from. Got a, we've got at least a couple of people very excited in the chat there. So that's, that's, that's good to, that's really good to, uh, good to hear um so yeah i think um you know uh, brilliant brilliant work andy um i kind of look forward to um you know seeing the next figures coming out especially bateman um you know seeing people getting him in hand um and and hopefully they'll be um as as impressed as people have been with with ryu um and obviously um yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and uh I'm hoping, and, and I don't take this the wrong way. Um, I'm hoping that you're going to hit a killer license for me, where I can make my first. Because I've been very tempted with like Ryu and stuff, but I kind of thought, well, I'm not a diehard um, Street Fighter fan, so I sort of don't. I was, I was very tempted just from the like the body alone and just the the look of it. So I'm just, I'm holding, I'm hoping that you're suddenly going to say, like, one day I'm going to see this thing and go, brilliant! I've been waiting my whole life for this, um, and possibly the one that you just hinted at might be something that i um might might be interested in um we'll have a chat off camera about that <laughs> cool cool uh marco asked i think he asked this before um andy any more meetings with the nfl or any other leagues because we talked about sports figures uh, other sports figures other than than, than our league um, um nothing that i could talk about but I, I, the thing the thing is I'll get into this actually. I'm going to get into this because okay. it, it, it means that I can be clear. I can be clear around it without spoiling anything, right? Yeah. But with right, so the NFL, for example, you have the NFL, which is the football place. Yeah. But I'm not a sports guy, so the meetings. Yeah. I'm not a sports guy. There's people in our yeah. team that are sports guys who could explain this far better than me. Um, when when I got to go to see one of the NFL games, I was incredibly privileged, but. I enjoyed a lot of the popcorn and the drinks that day and yeah. tried to understand everything else that was going on. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, um, the situation with that is there's the NFL and then there's the NFLPA, which is the Players Association. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, for example, with the NFL, these guys own all the costumes and the teams. And then the Players Association owns all the players' likenesses and the numbers from their shirts. 
Yes. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, you have to go and pay these guys and these guys and also get both these guys to agree separately on things. So you can imagine how difficult that is. Okay. Yeah. So that is just NFL that I'm explaining now. Think of any other sports thing, any other thing where you're dealing with perhaps people who've passed away and mm -hmm. yeah. and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, things become incredibly difficult. Ali and approval processes. Obviously, we've had to be incredibly respectful for everything that we've yeah. gone through, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and it, it's 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 something that's you know really important when you're dealing with this. Um, I had a meeting with um, WWE a long while a long while ago, right? And yep. um, people ask all the time, "Oh, you're doing these seamless bodies, wrestlers, wrestlers, Andrew, wrestlers." If you go and look at the wrestlers that have been released, like the, the Hulk Hogan by Storm, you'll notice there's no mention of WWE on that. Right. And the reason is that WWE is is kind of there is elements of articulation that are locked behind another company who makes smaller figures, which I won't name on here. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. means that all of a sudden I would have to go and make a deal with them and the WWE right. to make a single one yeah. six figure. And does that okay. profitability work and exchange into, yeah. into within their brands? Because obviously WWE own a lot of the likeness rights, they own a lot of the they own a lot of the names, so like if, if a rest you could do a wrestler by his, his name, but you might the name he had under that brand might be different. And, yeah, you know, so it gets incredibly complicated. So when it yeah. comes to those things, that's that's how it works, and and it, it, it's it's very much about lots of negotiation and and making sure. I mean, sometimes all this stuff comes together, and it's not a problem. American Psycho was an example of the actual film production company was talking to us, and it was not a problem. Um, yeah. but that's where before it never been a thing because you know there wasn't a licensed one before because of that. Yeah, it's about getting all those people in the room to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, and are you, I, I assume, are you still obviously you've got uh, a number of licenses, ones that we know about, ones that we don't know about that you've already got locked down for the future. Um, are you still continuing to go out and look for new licenses and, um, you know, kind of, uh, expand the the portfolio because obviously i think people kind of see you very much as well they want to see you as the go-to person for video game figures you know we've got the street fighter we've got the silent hill um it's a it's a genre that's not really had a lot of lot of attention we've had some some mortal Kombat um figures and stuff from storm and everything um but you know there's a massive market for for video game characters and uh i think you know people would love to see you get some more licenses and things like that um so because go back to my sort of question so are you are you are you still actively you know is it a constant thing that you're kind of um looking for other licenses and approaching companies and, and things like that every day is a conversation day okay right. so there's a lot of there's a lot of conversations that come up naturally of of would you consider doing this? Would you consider doing that? Relationships you already have turning into something. Like the T-shirts. Yeah. Would you like to do T-shirts? We really mm -hmm. like your art. Would you like to do this? Yep. Yeah, we'll have a go at that. You know, mm -hmm. let's let's see if that's something that's exciting and that will excite the community. And the T-shirt side of things is, you know, far, far less, you know, more expensive than, a, than yes. the, likes, you know, the likes of producing an action figure. Um, you know, but those conversations never stop, especially when you're already with or having conversations with a studio. Mm -hmm. um, so you get to, you get to have a, an understanding of, of what, 
of what's available, what's not available, who's got what. Sometimes there are surprises. Sometimes one studio has goes, this license is with this company, and then a completely different company do it. And you're like, well, how did they? And then you find out double licensing has taken place. So, like, for example, that six, that three Batmobile thing that happened a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And, and nobody wants to be in that situation no. where... No. It's not good for anybody. I know there might be an argument. Um, uh, you know, in fact, I've seen this argument. I can't believe I'm wading into this, but you, you, you've cornered me <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. I've seen this argument that, oh, well, having options is great for collectors. Yeah, it really is. It absolutely is. It's a nightmare for manufacture, though. Yeah. And yeah. Because all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if yours is the best, but the other company's already eating into your margin. Mm-hmm. And you're eating into theirs, so they're also yeah. not, you know, they're also going to struggle. So, so you're all yeah. competing against each other for a shrinking market. Yeah, yeah. And then you go back to the studio and you go because we have to report our numbers to a studio and go, we sold mm-hmm. X, and they go, do we want to continue with that because you sold X? And that's why we've seen before. You might have seen it before where some companies have dropped a license and it just disappeared. And you're yeah. like, well, why aren't they doing that anymore? And whatever, maybe yeah. they didn't sell as many. Maybe they didn't sell as many as as was expected. All of those sorts of things. And and so it's not good for anybody. If you can't go back and report, oh, I got these really good numbers, that yeah. license might not then continue. And then people don't get the fan favorite characters that they want. They only get the headline guys because yeah. that company's not repeatedly mm-hmm. produced. That makes any sense. So it, it's it's always about there's a balance about you know and, and don't get me I'm I'm the first person that's on the side of collectors. I'm I, I'm like let's put that extra thing in if we can afford to or let's do this extra thing. Yeah. And options are really important, and I get that totally. But there is also, it's got to work as a business to be secure so people can be trust that their money and their pre-orders and things like that. So for another thing that I keep seeing is people going, I'm not going to pre-order a thing because I'll get it cheaper on the secondary market. Yeah. Right? And that's fine. But what come, what happens is, and you've seen this with big retailers right now, they're going into wait list far quicker than they ever yeah. have. Been, yeah. Right? They're not having enough stock to cover replacements and extras and things like that because yeah. they're not buying as much. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And so that's really, really important is if you buy something on pre-order, you are saying to that company, I want you to continue to do this, but you're also saying it to the licensor. Yeah. I think I want this company to keep doing it. And the license is like, yeah, because let's be real. The amount the licenses receive from companies like us, nothing compared to the amount that they're making from multi-million dollar pictures. Of course. Yeah. And cinemas yeah. and things like that. They're doing it because they want that brand awareness. They, how many pick times yeah. have we seen a hot toys picture in the place of a, of a, um, like a movie poster or something like that. Yeah. You yeah. Go on, of a website yeah. and bang there's a hot toys picture there yes okay yeah. you see that because the licensor is using that those images of those figures to to garner a, a, like a a wider you know sort of experience right and that's what yeah. all these companies want so there is i'll be quite frank there is companies that approach us and go we really really want an action figure and i've had to look at it and look at the numbers and look at the engagement of what their brand is and go I, i'm not sure it's there yeah. Um, yeah, do it. You know, it's really cool, but is it there? Is is yeah. the wider community going to engage with that and purchase it and pre-order it? Mm. That's right? pretty, that's really yeah. That's a really good way. You know, that's 
because I guess you know as much as like we're in the middle of this community we we buy the products we you know and you're sort of the other side of it um it's a very small market it's a it's a very it's still a very niche um uh, product uh collection as you say you know compared to w- what a company would make from a movie company would make from one movie it's nothing but i kind of i completely get what you're saying it's, it's almost like it's advertising for them it's um you know getting it out there so people see the figures and everything and i suppose would you say uh, that makes more sense so if it's a, like if it's an ongoing franchise or something or it's something that um then that that works but obviously you know if you're making figures of of a movie from the the 80s or the 90s and um it's you know it's a done thing and you probably it, unless they're going to relaunch it kind of thing then um how would they view that in terms of um is it still they still see it as um kind of a promotion of their of their company of the of of the studio rather than just that specific film so i'm just taking you back off mute um so an anniversaries and things like that are really important obviously yep. people want to keep their brand aware i i would say from a from a marketing point of view um probably sharing some insider secrets here but hell yeah. <laughs> um so how, how can i put it there is a there is a moving treadmill of pop culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. So us guys who were eighties guys of our age, okay? we grew up in the kids yep. as kids, as teens, as whatever, and eighties yeah. action movies and everything like that. Yeah. However, we're now getting to that point where nineties and early two thousand stuff is far more referenced now within right. culture circles yeah, yeah and, and yeah. so so i do believe that in 10 years we'll see less and less and less 80s stuff okay yeah which means we will step away from darlings like terminator mm. and, oh, and, and sad and, yeah you know stuff like that i mean star wars is this perpetual ongoing yeah of course, of course but you know in, in general i think we'll step away from a lot a lot of those things and and some of the early 2000s stuff will, will come in you know and and at that yeah. point you see more and more paul walker action figures and yeah. vin diesel yeah. and right. stuff like yeah. that and, and that that will continue to happen but <coughs> excuse me every studio wants to keep their brand alive and keep the keep the references alive. and i think that's why american psycho happened when it did it you know both from a licensing point of view and also from the numbers that we sold and, and the amount of people, um, and this is really important, is is that the amount of people that bought an American Psycho figure that have never bought a one six figure ever, ever in their life. Yeah. Okay. So literally yeah. there was there was photos I had to do for our instruction manual for the American Psycho, which is this is how you take a hand off a hand peg. Because I knew as a collector that yeah, I can do this all day, but the Yeah. People who've never done that before and don't know how yeah. to thread a watch onto there and, and yeah. do all that stuff, or how to put the coat on and put the arms back and do that stuff. They've mm. never mm-hmm. done that before. So we've had to properly explain that step by step by step yeah. because of that. And, and and that's the whole point. There's new people coming into this community all the time. The frame of reference and the movies and the and the marketing is moving perpetually, constantly. And it's about mm-hmm. keeping up on that on that cycle of where things are. Yeah, and I imagine your 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 Elvis styles are probably very similar. That there'll be people yeah. that have never, you know, that that are massive Elvis fans, um, and and have never bought a one six um scale figure, and that 
you know they're, they're completely new to it and and, and hopefully um it'll you know it'll garner an interest in it and they might get into it so can i just jump on that and say so how obviously being in right in the middle of the community uh, i know where things are announced i have all the groups on facebook and everything so i see everything how how do you get these things out to people that aren't in the hobby already uh, how do people you know how do you go about marketing that how do you get these out or is it just word of mouth by collectors in the hobby that know somebody that loves american psycho and goes oh, i've they're this guy they're making a figure you want this is it more that kind of so there's multiple sides to that there's obviously marketing budget and spend which has to come into everything that you do you know and you know it naturally just magic poof it goes out there and people buy it it's not really a thing unless yeah. it's third party and that's why although we hear about you know in the community we're like, oh there's this third party thing whatever the amount of times where i've spoken to a studio and go oh nobody's made this but third party and they go what do you mean third party and i go this thing that was released four years ago is the only version of your figure that's ever yeah. existed. And they go, what? That's a thing. We'll send them a cease and desist. I'm like, no, no, no. You can no longer get this. Yeah, you, um, <laughs> yeah they've been you know, done. They made their money. I'll put my phone yeah. away now. It's what it's <laughs> what to explain and educate people because you know, in the community, we think this is just a, this is just a thing. But the yeah. wider wider internet, the wider world doesn't consider consider it a thing at all. And and so there is a lot of engaging with with groups. And and, and this is why it's really important to where possible engage with the licensor. So with Street Fighter, and this is quite funny actually, that we we were lucky enough that Capcom were like, bang, here's the Ryu trailer. And and I'm sure they're sharing some of our photos in the next couple of days. So Ken. Um yeah. the so when we did that, it was the day, do you remember that day when Facebook, Twitter and all the major social platforms went down? Yeah, yeah. We got shared two minutes before that happened. <laughs> so the whole internet went off and we're like, damn. Um, but that was that was quite, you know, but the whole point is engaging with the licenses and getting them to go, oh, you know, this this is a big thing, which means they can also speak to their fan base is really important, which is yeah. why you see a lot yeah. of Marvel sharing Disney and figures at Disneyland and stuff like that, sharing Hot Toys yeah. stuff. Um, and, and that's why we were really grateful that John Carpenter himself had handled and yeah, you know, played around with that game and, and was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to push this because people who would never consider going on Kickstarter or looking at a, looking at a, you know, a, a board game or a card game yeah. um, were educated that that existed because John Carpenter himself went, oh, we, I like this thing. It's great. <laughs> you know, and, and that's... Yeah really helps us um and, yeah. and that's so it's about having the conversations with those connections and, and, and don't get me wrong still i to this day i get people who, who go i discovered that ryu exists today and and unfortunately we literally sold out yeah Nothing, yeah a, you know i can do i can do the whole we'll look on message of the factory and see if there's one kicking about in the back yeah found, yeah but, you know um yeah that's yeah where that is yeah it's always gonna it's always gonna happen you know um you know, somebody might miss out on what they see as a, as as the key figure kind of thing. Um, but as you say, you know, if, if you're new, if you're new to the hobby, you you stumble upon it somehow, sometimes by accident, or you know, you're just googling something. And and like that was the same with me when I when I stumbled across the Hot Toys Indiana Jones, and things have never been the same since. Um, you know, and that was just Happy pure, America. yeah, <laughs> pure luck, pure. pure just, just chance. Um, you know, I, I knew that like, Sideshow had been making one six figures for years. You know, of, of, of varying quality and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that's 
you know, I think that's that's really cool. And um, you know, the more people, I suppose, yeah, that for me, and I, I know this is really biased, and it'd be the same for you. I I think that the eighties is a, is a golden age of, of 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 cinema, and I think that for me, it was like the 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 kind of the variation, the 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 iconic looks, the costumes, everything. I think that the for me the nineties got a bit lazy because you kind of got CGI come in and things like that. Not to say that there haven't been fantastic movies, really iconic movies, but um, for me the eighties is and it'd be sad. I mean, there's so many figures from the eighties that I would love to have, um, and it's a little bit sad to kind of hear that you know like we're um, you know we're we're that generation that's kind of going to get pushed off because now the people that are collecting are the ones that grew up in the 90s and the 2000s um, you know so any time I hear about somebody making a figure from the 80s and, and, and obviously you may have hinted at um, something there um, is 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 good news and I have a specific 80s shelf and I could easily spill over into into many more um, question for you Andy and answer this completely honestly and i won't push you at all i won't ask you if you've got any existing um what is what is the one license that doesn't exist um or we haven't seen you know anybody have a stab at either third party or license what's the one license that you would love to either for yourselves or for anybody else somebody else to pick up and release some figures from what what, what would be your kind of grail Right. Tough one. Tough one. Um, just to nip, I'm going to come back to that question, but there's just yep, something I want to add on to what you were previously saying, and it kind of naturally flows. Yep. Um, the, the big thing about um, 80s stuff um, that you were flagging is also it was the industry was learning about likeness rights and about what was signed over because the back end of Star Wars in the 70s. Right. Because nobody really looked at the contracts. And when all figures went boom and toys and everything, yep. everybody was looking and going, Oh yeah, this is, you know, this is a thing now, so I can negotiate I want, it. Or I want say some I'm not going to be a figure or, or any of this sort of stuff. Yeah, it, you know, and and that started to happen in the eighties, but the, it means that there's certain licenses that just haven't got certain people's likeness rights in, and there's no way to get them. So it, right. it means that there's sometimes that things are just completely just not a can't thing. happen. Just yeah. can't happen, no matter how much you want them to. And and it's 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 wonderful because we get some people who go, oh, I really want this thing, and and it's just not. You know, sometimes I know it's not not possible yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. not possible legally to be able to do it yeah yeah um i'm just trying to think weird things that i would like there's there's things that i'm in talks with that i would like so i'm not going to talk about those no, that's um, fine. No, no. there's there's i'm just trying to think of there's loads of video game stuff that i yeah. don't know if from a general community perspective that that lots of people would be into Mm-hmm. Um, things that things that mean a hell of a lot to me. Um, like we we had Onimusha from um, Onimusha from uh, Enter Bay back in the day from, from the third game, but I would love a Samanowski Akechi from the from the first one. I'm probably butch- butchering the pronunciation of the name, but I would love something from from that first game. Um, it's Capcom, so who knows? You never know. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it does it, but it's the market there. So yeah, this, this is the big yeah. thing. As much as I'd love to go, right, yeah, I'm going to – I know Capcom, we're on with it. Is that in the current, you know, sort of thing that they want to promote or yeah. you know, the current zeitgeist of whatever? I, I love things like Dead Rising and, and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'd love to make a Dead Rising board game. I've got there's ideas up here. Um, but you know, there's lots of stuff like that. But it's about is the community engagement there? Are thousands yeah. of these items going to sell? Yeah, of course. Or is this something that should be a limited custom run that an artist does? Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you're talking licensing fees and stuff like that, it, it becomes a somebody said Adam Jensen from Deus Ex. Um yeah, that all of a sudden becomes a massive nightmare because Square Enix made it, but they've just sold the license to Embracer Group. Right. So all of a sudden it's like, who do you speak to and who can greenlight what and what's available and what's not? Um, it's the same with yeah. Conan's become a nightmare. So when Chronicle were going to do it, but then didn't, yeah. all of a sudden um, the, the hand who, who owns Conan's changed hands. Um, you know, from like a big corporations bought it, yeah, so, which is yeah. why it then disappeared from Marvel Comics all of a sudden overnight. And, right, and, and okay. lots of this stuff becomes really, um, really technical and difficult to, you know, to work out if, they, if you can do it. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, and I suppose you know, there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of licenses, particularly for 80s stuff, that, that certain companies have touched on them release figures from um but they haven't done anything with them for a long time and, and people do you do these um do you kind of in in your experience with this do you do you kind of from the get-go do you sort of sign a, a certain number of years or do these do the, you get a license and you have it for you know, ten years, twenty years. How does that kind of work? Because obviously, well, the example I'm going to give is 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 Hot Toys with the Aliens figures. So they obviously had a license for Aliens figures, which they brought out a load, what two thousand and eight, something like that. Um, everybody wants Aliens figures, but obviously, you know, if Hot if Hot Toys still own that license, but they choose to do nothing with it. Then obviously nobody else can make um, unless they you know do it like you said sometimes they they give it to more than one company nobody can make a, 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 an official figure of that so what's your view on that in terms of you know do these these licenses expire or yeah yeah they do um so so in general uh, two to five years is what most licenses right. Um, license terms work on um so what hot toys will always have um with things like marvel is they'll probably have like a and i'm, I'm speculating yeah, yeah of course yeah i don't yeah, know 100 yeah. um but they'll most likely have a rolling contract with them or potentially they're taking certain movies so like you know every phase appears and they go right we've got that one that one that one that one that yeah. one which is why sometimes you'll get a figure like the the limited edition endgame cap that was basically the winter soldier yeah. need it from the end game version yeah. it's because they'll have had the end game license is the winter soldier license in play at the moment you know um and is anybody going to take it whilst hot toys have done it have they got exclusivity around the movies yeah. probably in that scale so you know there's there's lots of there's lots of different things that, that happen around um with that aliens is a tricky one as well because i happen to know that not all likeness rights are in there right, um okay. You know, not everybody is in there. And not only not everybody is in there, but you also have things like, um, obviously, Miss, uh, Bill Paxton passed away, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. And All yeah. of a sudden, you're now dealing with um, people on, you know, an estate as well. Yes. You yeah. can see how difficult that all of a sudden yeah. becomes. Now, yeah, I'm and I say sure that becomes... If, if Hot Toys wanted yeah. it, I'm quite sure they could wander in tomorrow and go, yep, we're doing that. 
no problem. Yeah. Um, and, and throw the money at the people and whatever. For somebody like us or anybody else to perhaps do it, there's going to have to be a lot of negotiation and plate spinning and conversations, whatever, to yeah. be able to do something like that. I, I will say, right, I'd love to do Aliens. Aliens yeah, is one of the best yeah. movies of all yeah. time and, and is an absolute yeah. masterpiece. And, and I, would love love to, I would love to do something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, absolutely. And also, you have other issues like split licenses. Um, so, where some companies will have a different movie. So, best example is um, Army of Darkness is not, is not with Studio Canal, who own two. Right. Okay. And, and yeah. then, and then, you know, somebody else who, who has the rights to, um, you know, Army Darkness, for example, yeah. um, you have situations where some come sometimes companies will have the rights, but in one country and not yeah. everywhere else yeah. in the world. So there's lots yeah. of really like stuff you have to negotiate um, through. Somebody flagged 80 slashes, Fred, Freddie, Michael, Jason. I, I read that as Michael Jackson, which is, he definitely uh. Yeah. Um, Pinhead, Ash Williams. Um, it, that's really tricky. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like, so yeah. let me give you an example. Pinhead, I've yeah. spoken to Clive Barker's team about a board game in the past. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think it's changed now because I believe they've got everything back. But right many years ago when we spoke to them, one company had like Hellraiser 3 and one company had Hellraiser 4 or 5 and one company had 2 and 1 and and the, none of them knew where everything was. So you couldn't make something cohesive that covered the whole thing. You'd have to like make a move, make a game that only references the fourth movie, for example. And you can see how difficult that, yeah. that could be unless you yeah. get all those people around the table. And then how much money is that going to cost? Is it viable? Yeah. You see how how difficult that that sort of thing becomes. Yeah, and I and I think we're all used to in the last you know twenty thirty years is you know when you when a movie when the when the movie starts you don't just see one studio you see two three four five they've all got different bits of it and so if you've got to kind of negotiate with all of those parties um, and it just needs one of them to say no you, you know you're not going to go ahead and and, that's, and the other thing about saying that I guess with the eighties, we, there are more and more of those actors that have passed away, um, which gives you that an extra level of, of, of difficulty because then they're, they're now, you're not just dealing, you know, cause they may have signed over their likeness rights to, to a studio, but I guess when they, when they pass away, does, does, does that, does that right disappear or does, and, and, and then you have to deal with the family or it may, it may not possibly yeah um so really really good example is um and 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 also with really sort of weird examples of things that are connected um bowie's a really good example mm -hmm. um so um i personally don't believe bowie bowie's likeness outside of labyrinth which he was his likeness is tied to i don't yeah. believe that will ever be an action figure ever right like his son's rich enough that he's a director and writer and all this wonderful yeah. stuff. So it's not, he doesn't need the money. No. And the only thing I, I if I memory serves that the labyrinth was one of those sort of contractual faux pas that where, where, where his likenesses and, and all the rights were tied in. Um, right. Okay. Which is why we see stuff from that, but you don't see stuff from anything else. Yeah. 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 No, that's really interesting. Um, 
Mr. Masashi says here, do you think companies like Hot Toys need to slow down pre-order numbers? Seems like there are far more pre-orders these days than there used to be. I think they're playing a bit of catch up, aren't they? Right. Okay. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna speak ill of Hot Toys or anybody. No, no. But but what I will say is, yeah, there is yeah, of course there's gonna be a lot more pre-orders because they've become a massive you know, the bigger a business gets, the more mouths there are to feed. Yeah. Okay? Yep, which is yep. why we try and operate really small and nimbly because if something happens tomorrow and things are shut or whatever there's an element of with a small group of people you can shift a little bit and you can say oh yeah. well you know there's a delay here there's a delay there for hot toys it must be an absolute nightmare you know what i mean yep. think of all the all the factories all the families all the pe bills to pay people to feed shops to run all that yep. sort of stuff that they have to do as a, as a company yeah and and to to continue to operate obviously they've got to have that money coming in which which is you know it, it sounds negative as a robbing yeah. people pay paul thing you know well you're using the money from these pre-orders to pay for this production and pay for these salaries sounds yeah. like a sketchy way to run a business but i guarantee you that's how every car manufacturer works yeah console yeah. manufacturer works anything like that the pre-orders from this sale go into the development of this next thing. And it, it's why I regularly say to people, if you want a line to continue, order it, pre-order yes. it, buy yeah. into it, because you're yeah. saying this line is worth my finance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it's cool. It's cool that some things may be the most important thing to you in the world as an individual. But if you're the only one that loves it, that yeah. much, you know, yeah. if you're the one guy who's like going, I really want a Raziel from Soul Reaver. <laughs> You know, that's me. Um, how many people are, are wanting that character from that PS1 game from 20 years ago? Yeah. Right. Now, when that gets rebooted and it's back in the zeitgeist again, that that's probably a massive thing again. Like, look at, I, I imagine Capcom are getting their door knocked down about Resident Evil 4 right now because that game's a massive Yeah, thing. yeah, people are loving okay. it, yeah. Um, so you look at that and you go, well, you know, if it's in, if it's in the, you know, thing that's great for a smaller company you know you can capture that thing but with yeah. hot toys you've got a situation where you know well they've got those three ant-man figures you know or four yeah. ant-man figures and they've teased modok but will modok get made i don't mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. they're going to look at that based on how many people bought figures from the line yeah. and how much license fee they spent and how much time yeah. they develop those figures um because if they're doing new molds and new parts and new tooling it's really expensive, but if they're, you know, if it's an Ant-Man that's reusing the same hands from the last one and the head sculpt from the Civil War one and this and that and the other, all of a sudden it's like, well, actually, we can afford to do that a little bit cheaper. Yeah. You've also got to remember that there are continually, there is continually new blood in collectors and there is continually people leaving the scene. Let, let's, yeah. let's be real. Yeah. When I started, the people I looked up to and, and would start to engage with in the community were people like Clipper King, yeah. Nenny Pete Leaney, um, I, mean, I never spoke to him directly, but Sean Long was a thing back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you, and, and I guarantee that there's a lot of people in this space now that have no idea who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, what I mean, and and so you see where that cycle, like, like Xenomorph, who used to do every Iron Man figure, yeah. aliens figure. Yeah. You see, there was yeah. that, and there's that perpetual churn of people. So because of that. Um, you can see you can see where there's um you know you can see where there's these things um you know yeah. in in place and where actually doing a new ant-man figure might not be the most important thing to you as a collector because you've been in the, in the collecting seven ten fifteen years whatever yeah 
But sure. somebody who's come in yesterday who can yep. get access to an outlet is yeah. quite important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is where we're where we sort of you know have set the line, drawn the line and said we don't do reissues. Yeah. Because it means that if you want to keep trading around and doing that stuff, that's fine. But it means we're always doing something new. Because yeah. I want I don't want to be in that space where you're saying I feel burnt out with iconic products. I want to yeah, continue yeah. moving and and and, yeah. and nimble to be doing something new and interesting. Doesn't mean we can't do a different version of a thing. You know, we can, you know, yeah, you said that before, yeah. and Street Fighter Six is around the corner and looks completely different and he's got a beard. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. that's a thing that we'll mm -hmm. look at in the future, but it's not something that will you know that, that, that we're gonna go back and keep churning out those Street Fighter Five figures. Maybe Capcom won't want that in the future, or maybe there's some new blood that will want to come on the scene that will want to do those figures. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think I think everybody has the right to have a go and, and to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think my from my personal point of view, I don't think there's an issue with pre-orders. Bring them on, have as many pre-orders as possible, you know, because um, I for me that's what keeps my interest. You know, it's always if without new products, the the you know the the the, the hobby stagnates. So give me as many pre-orders as possible. What I think the issue is, is delivering on those pre-orders. And obviously, as we know, uh, something globally happened over the last few years and it, it massively affected productivity and the ability to to get things made, to get things shipped, all that. We understand that and you, you've given us a real insight into that. And I think that we have seen, like for, to go with the Hot Toss example, we have seen figure after figure after figure being released now because they're playing catch-up. They need to catch up with, with you know, they've only, they've still releasing end game figures and that was out, what, four years ago. Um, and that's, you know, we're used to an 18 month, possibly two year turnaround on those figures anyway, but then that's been almost doubled. So um, I don't mind pre-orders and there's a couple of pre-orders that, um, well, a couple of figures they solicited today, which we'll talk about on the Star Wars show next week, which I will be pre-ordering because and I know Star Wars probably is the one line that doesn't really need people to be hitting that PO to say, I want this line to continue because it is such a massive beast and it is going to continue whatever happens. It's always got enough. But, um, you know, if I, I know I'm kind of, I'm very um, streamlined in my collecting now. And, and so I know if I definitely want a figure, I'll purchase order. I don't see a problem with that. I, I would prefer to go with somewhere that will allow me to, um, put down a smaller deposit um because some places you know i'm not really comfortable with paying up sort of 50 percent up front anymore um it's kind of helped me out in some ways because obviously that first 50 percent i paid was a much better exchange rate than than we're getting now um buying direct from 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 asia kind of thing um so, you know, I don't mind. I bring as many pre-orders as possible. You know, give us product, give us range, give us quality. Um, I think that, you know, you've just got to have some control over what your what your purchase. When I see people and they say, oh, I've got 50, 50 figures on, on pre-order, I'm thinking, how, how on earth can you... Yeah, that's a that's a lot. You know, if you're paying for it monthly, or you're worried that suddenly you're going to two or three figures are going to hit in a month, and you're going to have to decide what ones you can have. Um, uh, you know, you you need to have a level of control, and it's easy when you first come into the to the um, the hobby, and you might have a bit of bit of spare cash. Um, you know, to go a bit crazy. Um, uh, you know, but the more the better. The more the merrier, I would say from my point of view 
I'm with you. I, I would always advise everybody, we're in a cost of living crisis at the moment in, in the UK, we say anyway, yeah. so I don't yeah. know how that is internationally. But um, I, I would say that never overstretch your means for action figures. And that's probably yeah. suicide to say that as a um, as a uh, action figure maker. Buy your figures, don't buy 50 figures and buy Yeah, you don't need food, figures. right? Um, no, <laughs> in, in all seriousness. Um, don't i wouldn't want anybody to be in that position where no. they're not you know where they're not financially stable and stuff like that these, these yeah, are an extra an extra nicety to have yeah. and it is very easy and i fell into that trap before where all of a sudden and, and people always need to remember that, that after that chinese new year period where those factories want to get everything out yeah it's, it's always coming every year yeah so be prepared for that january yes. to january to you know end of march is, is always yeah. going to be fresh out and you're always going to get loads of pre-orders appear all at the same time that you yeah. didn't expect um so yeah. always bank up that money um you know we, we, because it's important yeah. um but never overstretch yourself pre-order what you can We're, I, I would recommend always you know if you're going to pre-order a lot of stuff spreadsheets are always good you know so you can yeah. go well I've, yeah i've paid that off and, and maybe get into the habit of of if i mean there's an option on our site right uh and some people use it mm. um if they've got a fit, if they know that you know they've got a bit of extra cash this month, um, and they want to pay off their figure early, they can, right? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I would always recommend you know, with you with your retailers, if they're a big trusted retailer, you're going to trust to have your money, you know, they're yeah. not going to go pop. Um, consider doing that or put the money in a bank account or something like that, so yeah. then that way, you know, if two, three figures do drop, you've got the money there. Or they're already paid yeah. off. You're not worried about them them coming out. And you know, most retailers will have that conversation with you. You know, where you can go. Well, yeah. Well, can I drop you this extra cash? I know Lee at the Good Band Robots do. I, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. what it would. I'm pretty sure you know a lot of these places would 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 sort that if you were really, you know, wanting to do something like that. And I would always recommend that being a being a good course of action. You know, managing those pre-orders. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, got a question from. Um... Fielder Burns 83 says, um, how hard is it to get licenses for comic books? I have all the Sideshow X-Men 1-6 figures. Would love to finish the team. Um, I am. I can't speak a great deal about it because it's not something mm -hmm. that we're in right now. Um, I, you know, I do have had conversations with people at Marvel. I do know that there are different companies who produce different stuff. Um, mm -hmm. there are factory requirements working with Disney and all that sort of stuff. I mean, obviously we have to work with that anyway for what we're doing with, with, with places like Capcom and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine it's cheap. Um, yeah, again, it's about using parts and expense and how many people buy stuff and reputation. And it is, yeah, again, I, I'm a massive comic book guy. I cannot mm -hmm. stress to you. How, I, I got into One Six Collecting because I was a Captain America fan pre pre movie. Okay, yep. so not, this isn't yep. an MCU thing. This is this is a kid who who would import comics and and import action figures for for, for postal orders. That's how old I am. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, you know what I'm talking about, Pete. You know that yeah. you peel off the strip at the back of the comic and you tick which ones you want, and you would pay post orders to send them in an envelope to to, to Marvel yeah. or Diamond Comics or to whoever, and they would post them out to you. That's how hard it was to get comics. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, 80s. 
as a kid, or at least to get regular ones rather than ones you just turn up and find one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we're in a we're in a position now where um, obviously the MCU is massive. So the question is, do, do comic book figures sell as much as that? That's the first question. Yeah, yeah, they might. Yeah. Um, I mean, like places like Mesco do a really good job. I love my my um, comic book Mesco collection. Yep. Yep. Um, I would love to do something in that space as a huge comic nerd. It would be great. Um, yeah. But the, you know, how hard is it to get? The question is, our sideshow making enough money to continue to go. Yeah, I need. You know, it's, they've done several Wolverines, but how many of those parts or molds or or is it because Wolverine sold really well and perhaps the others didn't or whatever? Yeah. It, it's it's down to how much viably is it. Is it to them to continue to make that money? So how hard is it to get the licenses? I don't know. Have Sideshow got it locked up? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. um, I can tell you I'd love to do it. And I can tell you if you know if I had that license tomorrow, you'd be getting all sorts of weird stuff from the 80s. And <laughs> um, you know, Jim Lee and Alex Ross everywhere. I can tell you that right oh, now. Alex Ross, yeah. Um, but it, it, my, my point is that, that it, yeah, it's the same process with everybody, but it's always going to come down to money, how much you can sell, how much money you've got on your books as a as a company to be able to demonstrate that you can continue to do this or that maybe you have an investor. We have an investor, so I'm, I'm very, very lucky um, in, the ra- in the way that that works. Um, but it, it's very much around, you know, that perpetual thing and, and yeah. have Cyber sold enough to continue to do that. Like I imagine back in the day when they were absolutely churning Star Wars out, you know, like pre hot toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were absolutely smashing it. Yeah, and they were the only guy guys doing it, so they could make just anything they wanted, and they knew it would sell. Now, yeah, yeah. If, if is sideshow going to drop? I don't know. Let's pull something random. Are they going to drop an archangel tomorrow to finish your X Men team or, or or something like that? Are they going to yeah. drop? I don't know. Night Thrasher from the nineties sort of Spider Man era. You know, I'd love it, but are, are they going to do it? Probably not, because there's me who'd buy it. And yep. the comic artist who did it, and is the community right around that right now, or are they going to want a Wolverine, maybe a Blade, or a Spider-Man, or an Iron yep. Man? And if that's the case, are you going to trust a, a Iron Man from Sideshow over a Hot Toys existing Iron Man that's already yeah. out? Right? Yeah, and I think because we have the the, the MCU and stuff, that's very much skewed how. You know the collectibles that 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 that's very much you know the majority of I suppose of comic book characters that come out are those on screen representations because that's what the wider market uh, is aware of. You know the um, a lot more people have have seen the MCU movies than they've ever read a comic book. I assume you know so um, that's where the like where the money's going to be. Um, there's always going to be a hardcore fans of, of of the original comic versions but um as you say it's it, it, as much as um in the best cases there's passion behind these projects and and they're and they're made by fans and everything they still have to sell they still have to be able to you know make money for the company so yeah yeah so and so yeah it's, it's it's very it's very much that and, and don't get me wrong i'd love to do it i'd absolutely be like bang i'll do that thank you very much yeah but it, it's it's very much um very much around is the price right is the content right and is the market there for it? i do think if the right thing was done absolutely the market is there mm-hmm. um but it's about marketing it and it's about creating something special and i think whoever does it needs to really love 
live and breathe that yeah. old comic because it because it, it goes beyond it goes beyond um i'm making a spider-man comic character it's like which artist are you making yeah exactly is yeah, it, Jer- is it so- jr is it is it McFarlane, like, like yeah. he's kind of my Spidey, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah, gonna go yeah. Ditko, you know, and and that that's why I really like Mesco because, like, you go and look at the their recent Spider-Man, it, it's Ditko Spidey. There is no yeah. question who that Spidey is. Yeah, and yeah, and, and I think you can you can see that as a as a as a thing, and I, I think whoever does whatever needs to be super hyper passionate about about yeah. The, it's like there's a lot of people talking about boxing in the comments right now and about to yeah 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 about that and and just to cover that as a whole thing i will be honest i i ain't the sports guy okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I know bits and I, you know i massively respect ali my re- big reference for ali would be the ali versus superman fight that's my you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's my connection but harry <laughs> our investor and, and some of the other members of the team are massive boxing fans like huge boxing fans yeah and and to give you some insight, obviously I do like ninety percent of the photography that we do all for the pre-orders. Yeah, uh, maybe more. And and so like when we did, when we did the um, boxing poses for Ali, one of the big things was um, every photo. I, I must have done two, three, four hundred photos of that damn figure because it was like you need to move his arm here because he wouldn't stand that way in that era. And yeah, hands no. And if we'd have just chucked some photos out, yeah. We would we would have got that. So it, it's very much around people having that that insight into into whatever it is, and and that's why I think it'd be really important for anybody who did comics in the same way that boxing would be a thing. Yeah. It's have that insight regarding the question of would we expand boxing line? It's a possibility. Um, I'll say that you know, in comparison to something like American Psycho or Street Fighter, Ali isn't in that echelon. Okay, I'd be mm. really clear about that. That doesn't mean it's sold badly, and it's something I would consider. Yeah, um, yeah. for a wider a wider thing but i think it was the question is is it going to be special is it the right thing and is it something that we can really do something special with um to be able to go it needs to be a new a nice body it needs because you couldn't just make any old body and just go oh we'll put a boxer head on that that'll be fine yeah so in in that regards what can we have have you have do you have any thoughts on the um apollo creed figure that star ace have um announced um and a lot of the talk has been about that body honest answer <laughs> in fact i probably yeah, they, yeah of course look, 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 OFAC, um, OFAC right. is is known for its for its you know uh, yeah um honest comments and i think using a standard m35 is a mistake yeah. personally yeah um agree yeah um that I think Wurana did a nice job on the sculpt. You know, he's a lovely bloke and I've got a lot of time for him. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, something like Rocky or Full Stop needs to be treated with absolute admiration and and love. And and weirdly enough, there was conversations that we had back in the day when we were doing Ali but it was just at the point where Amazon bought MGM. Yeah. Basically, yeah. everybody we were dealing with just ceased. Yeah, because they're all on Prime, Amazon, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and so it was like, it was one of those things where, where it kind of, you know, maybe we could have been doing it, but, the, the, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's yeah. one of those things where you that would go, be awesome. where you go, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a tricky one. Um, yeah. But, 
I personally think that I'm not sure the M35 is the right decision for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other question is, are they going to are Star Race going to spend the amount of money in our Ken's Reeves body ain't cheap, and this is why when no, we, no. Say, when we yeah. say like you know Chun Li or or any of the other people, you know those those guys are absolutely all on the cards. But it's, there's a cost implication to that. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, and we know what we can we can do charts of what we expect to sell, but that doesn't put money in an account. Yeah. So, so yeah. when I say to people, oh, you know, you, you support Ryu and you support Ken, and those, those things continue, I already know from today's numbers on Ken that we're you know we're continuing with a wider line. Looking good, yeah. Or R and and just from today's yeah. direct numbers, without even speaking to other retailers, I know we're good. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. But, but the 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 thing is like. Are they, are they going to go to that extent? And, and do they have the option, or are they just buying the bodies in bulk or whatever? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. We, we had a very, very unique thing with TBL where we went and had the meeting with them, and and you know, yeah. I'd already known them for a while um, from reviewing and stuff like that, and, and yeah. meeting with them and sat in the room with them and said, this is what I'd like to do, and and then went back later on and said hi, you know, and we got to see the, see the stuff in hand yeah. and, and mm-hmm. everything like that. And the people there are absolutely wonderful. I've got so much time for the people at TBL. Um, yeah. But it's about having that relationship. And the question is, do, do yeah, yeah. Have I, think, I don't know. I don't work for them. So. No, I think it's very important. I think, you know, you could nail the sculpt. And I don't think the sculpt is, is, is too bad on that figure. But it, it is the body that, that, that takes you out of it. And obviously, you know, uh, I, I think people fully appreciate that to make a developer bespoke body, which... Um, you know, say for 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 for, for Rocky or, or or Apollo Creed, you might not be able to reuse. You know, I mean, it's not a video game character. It might be a one and done. So, you know, but it's it's about gauging. Would would people be prepared to pay fifty pounds more, say, to for that figure to cover that additional R and D? Is it enough of a cherished thing? And I think for some for some licenses, yeah, people would if they if they got if they would get. Hundred percent. That is the body of that guy in that movie at that time, and they loved it enough. But it's a, it's a it's a it's a gamble, isn't it? To know, you know, um, every one of these things is a gamble. Unfortunately, yeah. like you, yeah. you can do all the and, and and I don't care what industry you're in. I mean, PlayStation have just had this with the VR thing that they've sold like a fraction of what they expected to. Right. So not, okay, I apologize there. Yes. Um, but yeah, the um, I'm bouncing all over the place. But yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's actually you're still on the screen, Pete. I'm, I'm seeing a lot myself. I'm very sorry. It's all right. There we are. Uh, there there we are. Yeah, I'm yeah. Taking all the screen. I feel people, really bad. Hey, people have tuned in to see you. Yeah, listen to you, Andy. Cool. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's one of those things. It's one of those things where where um, well, yeah, it, it's it's all about R and D and cost and yeah, and if it's if it's worth doing, it, it's all a gamble. But it's about making those educated decisions about, you know, what can you actually do and produce and stuff. And if they've made that decision of, you know, it costs this much with a license and 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 stuff like that, you know, I, I totally understand their their, yeah, point of, yeah. their their point of view on it. You know, I mean, we as collectors, we all have our opinions on different companies. I'm sure people in the comments will have an opinion on Star Ace. Some people have an opinion on Iconic and hate me. And some people have opinions on Hot Toys that we've already seen them in the comments. Um, 
it, it's down to at the end of the day, do you look at that figure and go, yeah, I want to buy it and I want to buy what, you know, everybody's everybody's interested in and 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 if it financially works there's a lot of there's a lot of plates to spin with that and i do understand i do understand yeah yeah and another another question uh, as somebody that's kind of um launching these lines obviously with 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 ryu you you made a decision to have him as the first figure in the line and i think that makes sense because he, he he's you know he's iconic he's been there from the start Although you, it was a specific sort of Street Fighter Five version, as far as I can remember, I've always seen him on the covers and and, and everything. Um, but to go back to, I, I don't want to. I'm not jumping on Star Race. It's just a, a, an example because it's a it's a license that's that I you know is important to me kind of thing. Um, why would they not? Why do you think would they not have gone with with Rocky as the launch figure as opposed to Creed? Um, is it a likeness sign-off yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Would be my guess. I, I am, from my experience of having conversations about different licenses, I am uh, like ninety-nine percent sure that um, Sylvester Stallone has sign-off on that. Um, and yeah. if he's on, and and bearing in mind, he's he has his own line of figures. And he and he will be making Rocky, yeah. He's which he's, which is something that I was aware of when we were looking at certain licenses, right. shall we say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was something that did concern me about it, it, you could be in the position where where you make something and no matter how good it is, if they've got a competing interest, could they just go no? Yeah. Or you know, and so with American Psycho, Christian Bale had to sign off. I had Scott Dost, his team and stuff like that. Had to sign yeah, off. yeah. I had to go through that procedure. And they were wonderful. And and I'm not just saying that because I'm here and we're selling a yeah. figure. Mm-hmm. They were just really good, right? You know, we were expecting this, you know, can you move this? Can you tweak this? Can you do this? And they were like, no, really like that. Really like that you've done this. Because we, we kind of pushed it with like, you know, with the screaming head. There is, it's not a, it's not a, oh, this is a glamour shot. You know, we've seen, yeah. we, we've all seen figures where, you know, the hairline's a little bit nice because they're trying yeah. to be polite about the actor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yep. and Chris Bale's team were like, nope, we love it, let's go, go. And then that was, that was great. Um, I can see where that could be an issue with, with, you know, sort of other companies. And I can tell you, there's, there's a story I know, and I'm not going to name the company and I'm not going to mm-hmm. name the film. Because obviously any of it might tie back to them. So of course, of course. Just yeah. Wider industry. I know there was a company who had a situation where they had a license and they had the likeness, and the likeness of the thing that they had was very, very good. I'd, I'd yeah. seen it, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um and the guy that it was meant to be the likeness of just never answered if they'd sign off the likeness. Ever. Right, okay, okay. Do your license, <laughs> never replied. Just, just radio silence. They just couldn't make a figure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? It's really, Plain, it's really annoying. You'd rather have a yes or a no, rather than just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't like. Do, do I take that as a no, or are they, are they just so disinterested that they don't even care? Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I think that the, the, to, to talk about the Salone thing, I think that's a that's a difficult situation because I think he doesn't. As far as I understand, he doesn't own the rights to the movies, but he owns the right to to himself. So he can kind of make figures of himself 
so you, that's why you might yeah i mean it's difficult i'd love i'd love some really good quality rocky figures i think is, is what i'm saying I, i've been watching the re-watching the movies recently and um i would I love to do them watch them. <laughs> Let me yeah. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'd love to do that's them. good to know. Yeah. And I would love to I'd do just, different eras of Rocky's body because, like, Rocky's no, body is massively different yeah. before to it is to what yeah. to do. Um, and, and, like, you know, an older Rocky as well. You, yeah. You, you know, but yet again, there's a cost to doing that. Of course. Yeah. I just, I've just recently watched the, the, um, Rocky versus Drago recut of, of Rocky Four. Loved it. Loved it. A lot of people were sort of, get down on, on four but I, I it's always been the one for me it's, i think it's the one that the probably that i saw first as a kid um and that's always stuck with me i i, I really like that film and i'd love to have um really good figures of like rocky and drago and, and and obviously creed from that as well that would be I, really nice three set. four and five people often get on about five and i actually think five's a really good closing arc mm-hmm. from a story point of view where it you know, where it's like, oh, he's back to the streets and it's, you know, and yeah. he's, he's using all this stuff he'd learn and, but actually, you know, it's the person deep down and there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, coming off the back of four, which is this big action, yeah. wonderful action piece. Um, I, always, yes. I always like to put, pretend in my head canon that Paul Lee's robot that he messes around with becomes Sonny from um, Real Steel. Um <laughs> Yeah, because the, the robot's gone yeah. from the directors, from the new cut. He's gone completely, the robot. Yeah, I know. I know, but I, yeah, I kind of love she's it. Gone. Yeah, I know. I know. It's very, it's so 80s, isn't it? Like with this, that, that everyone's going to have these like domestic servant robots and, uh, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, that that, that would be really great. Um, and uh, yeah, Costa Plastic. Yeah, Costa Plastic did a good job, I thought, with their Rocky. I, I, oh, yeah, they did the like the training. Yeah, the licensed outfit. one, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Rocky ended the Cold War, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. That that that. I mean, Rocky. Rocky. I hate five. It doesn't exist to me. Go back and watch five. Seriously. Yeah. Like I, 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 I agreed with you. Like in sort of the era where I was coming off the back of four, I totally agreed with you. But I went back to it years yeah. later as a Rocky collection thing, and it was like, oh, if you're watching these all back to back, there's yeah. this. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, I need to watch from it that again. point of view. It's wonderful, and it leads into Balboa in a really nice way as well. So, because you yeah. see how how he's kind of stepped away from everything as as a result of Five in Balboa, and and yeah. I don't know, five, Five's this like linchpin that that really works if you're watching it as an arc. I wouldn't just stick Five on on, it, on its own, but if you're going to no, watch no. everything, you know, watching everything, Five's really important in that story. So, yeah, yeah, I think. I've not watched it for a while. I need to. I, I probably have the same. I've probably got it in my head that it wasn't good, so I need to watch it again. I think the thing that maybe if I remember, as I think I found his kid really annoying. I think is the what what sticks with me in it. <laughs> his kid's consistently annoying over most of the films. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like whichever actor it is, even when it's yeah. the guy from Heroes, he's still annoying and wants a slap. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, um, yeah. It, it's it's very much it, it, you know. I don't know. It's it's just worth watching. I, I totally would recommend going back off the back of watching four. I really yes. would. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I'm gonna uh, need to watch that. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we've uh, that this has been fantastic, Andy. We've uh, we've been we've been talking for uh, quite a while, two hours now. Yeah, and uh, it's been really brilliant. And um, I think, uh, in a way, um, it's a real shame Ian couldn't make tonight. But Absolutely. I think, in a way, that we've we've 
I've benefited, the, the 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 listeners have benefited in the fact that we've kind of turned it into the Andy Iconic Studios show. Um, yeah, I feel a little bit bad about that, but you know, no, no, that's brilliant. I mean, you know that that is good to me, mate. That's um, we. Uh, it's difficult sometimes. You do the show and and you feel like you're just you know because we do every two weeks sometimes you feel like you're not really announcing any new content because you're you're a week behind everybody else you know the things we would have talked about we have our own views on them and stuff but obviously they're not new i think anytime we can get um people like yourself from the industry on and everything and, and actually give us something um you know i mean it's worked out perfectly like when you when you messaged us the other week and said you know are you on the Thursday? Cause you knew that, 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 that Ken was being released. It's brilliant for us to have you on. Um, and, you know, to share as much as you do with us and give us a, a, an insight into like what it's like to, to, to have one of these companies and, 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 you know, the challenges and stuff. So don't, you know, don't, don't, uh, certainly don't, um, feel bad about taking it. Cause that's, that's, that's the dream for us. Um, and I know that, you know previous shows where we've we, we've had you on we've had like really good feedback and uh i know like when uh the other guys from the network realized that we were going to have you on tonight um you know there was a lot of excitement around that so um you know thanks very much um and uh, obviously wish you every success with with the ken sound as you say already <laughs> it's looking good um for just from direct orders for yourselves and i think there's at least three people in the chat here that have purchased have uh, pre-ordered him um so that's not too bad can i just say thank you to um all those people that have purchased him i know somebody said they purchased him from kit as well i would say yep. you know kit's a great guy and, and me and him um me and kit go way back he you know when when i was a channel at 300 subscribers Kit was sending me prototypes of head sculpts to review as, wow. a, as a favor. He's a good guy, and and none of Iconic would exist without people like Kit and Eleven and stuff like that. So, so yeah, back back supporting him's just just as much supporting us. So appreciate. Yeah, um, I I would second that. Um, Kit is my go-to guy. Um, I've bought a lot of stuff, and all of my all of my pre-orders for stuff now goes goes through Kit. Because as you said, you you trust him with your keys to your house, and um, you know um, I don't obviously know him personally or anything, but I've never had anything but fantastic service, and <clears throat> you know, um, uh, yeah, definitely um, on six kit, brilliant. Um, yeah, well, yes, I have met him in person, and I will say yeah. that sometimes he's a little bit sharp on the internet. You know, he can be a little yeah. bit direct. He is not that in, in person. He's the most polite man I've ever met. Yeah, he's lovely. Yeah. Like, wicked sense of humor. Lovely guy. A lot of time for him. So um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to stick around. I'm just gonna. I yeah, I'll I'm stick just, around. I'm just gonna cherry pick through a few because yeah. I say like you know, I don't really want to talk about Ultron and Wenwu and all this stuff. And, and other people have have done brilliant. Uh, you know, CW last night did all this, did it brilliantly. So um, I'm going to jump to this because I, I I don't know kind of like whether, like if you're a big fan of, uh, you know, I love Universal Monsters and I, and I, and I finally got hold of the, um, the caustic plastic uh, Bella Lugosi figure and it is fantastic and worth every penny. Um, but also a big hammer. For, I, I grew up with hammer. Uh, me and my brother used to watch them 
um, you know, through the eighties and stuff. And um, Peter Cushing, I, just, I just absolutely love Peter Cushing. Um, and obviously, you know, Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars as well. And and it was nice that um, you know Christopher Lee finally got to be in Star Wars as well, a, a Dooku. Um, these figures look fantastic, and. I'd be very tempted. These these go on these. So this is the um, Christopher Lee's Dracula and Peter Cushing as Van Helsing from the 1958 Hammer horror movie Horror of Dracula. Um, yeah, they both look fantastic. I'd, I'd be very tempted. What, what do you think? They Andy? do. I mean, I, I'll say that um, actually, my brother-in-law's the, the massive fan of, of, of this, this sort mm-hmm. of era. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, Joe, my partner, she could talk you through a load of a load of stuff related to um, this. I mean, obviously, she used to present keyboard warriors with me. Yeah, um, you know, she's very much in, her and her brother pretty much grew up on all of this stuff. You know, I, I was the '80s guy who got all the all this. They grew up on all that. I will say, yeah. um, I also had the opportunity to speak to the guys at Hammer through some of the stuff that we do, okay. and, and yeah. they're all lovely. They're all lovely to deal with. They're all mm. lovely mm. to just chat about. And they, yeah, again, it's really nice to um, speak to people who who care about their legacy. Yeah, real passion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not just oh, I'm here to make a quick book of of this thing, and and um, you know everybody that I've dealt with um, from you know sort of KP and and Infinite and any of the um, sort of artists and, and and people who are involved over there, um, they're all ever so nice. And and I don't, I'm, you know, a lot of them, you know, you you'll see on the iconic posts they post nice stuff about us, and but you know it's it's yeah. very much the mutual respect thing along. Uh, you know, uh, within the industry, which is really, really nice. So it's nice to see, you know, them doing some really cool work here. And I like how they do a lot of behind the scenes photography stuff. I, I don't have the luxury of that because most of it's yeah. shot in my living room. So all you yep. can see is, yep. you know, it's, I need to be really honest. It's really not glamorous, guys. You know, you you know, it's, it's oh, there's Ken and there's this and there's some baby yeah. bottles over there and there's, you know, a, a baby stroller yeah. over there. It's, it's, it's not glamorous compared to some, no. of, the, some of the behind the scenes. No, they do. They do do some great stuff, and, and obviously there's some great artists um, involved with these with these um, Caustic Plastic Infinite Studios um, pieces. So, um, and I can certainly vouch for the the Bella Lugosi. And, and I think what I learned from that was, um, if I truly want these, I'm going to pre-order them because I did have a job getting hold of um, a Dracula, and I did pay over the odds to, to get hold of one. So, um, you know, I think uh, um, I think it's that, lesson, it's that thing we were talking about earlier. What you know, if you think I want this, yes, back it, back it. Look, think of it this way with the, with the pre order things. I know 30 quid can be like a lot of money or with some, some yeah. pre order places and whatever, but if, if in the grand scheme of things, that's the amount that you're losing in comparison to what you would pay over the odds to secure it, correct. And my view on it is that with with in pretty much every case, if when it comes to it that that you've got this bill to pay off the figure if you can physically release that funds for a short period of time i would always recommend buying the figure and reselling it because chances are you will get your money back and you'll get that 30 pounds back so only very rarely have i actually kind of just said no i'm not having that now and let my nrd go most of the time get the figure Let's be real, Pete. I think you've been parting figures since I started in this community. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, when I had more hair, you were parting figures <laughs> back then. So, yeah. Um, you know, th- there's all sorts of. In fact, I, I cannot stress right now 
how little that there is in the community from the parting people. You, you know, there's Craig Gant, yeah. who's a great guy for doing that sort of stuff. There's like you. Yeah. And, you know, like, I remember sites like Collectible Kitbash, right? You used to be able to go, oh, I want a yeah. top or something like this. You can't do that anymore. And I'm telling you, there's a real hole in the market for some guys doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm unashamedly, you know, will say that, um, you know, it's it can be lucrative and and you know and that it's helped fund you know the hobby for me and um you know you'll always have people that 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 kind of um don't like the idea of it that you're you know you're buying a figure for 200 pounds and you've and you're listing the parts for you know 500 in total but nobody's going to come and buy all those bits from you it's all about somebody wants this piece and they and a lot of people wouldn't even think of or even or feel comfortable in, with paying 300 pounds for a figure and then taking the chance that they can sell enough of it to at least make their money back and some figures you could sell the bits six times over other bits and you'll see from craig when he shows you these boxes of hands and stuff that there's some stuff that you'll never shift so you know it may well be that some figures you you can't make your money back or anything like that. So it's, um, it's very much for me, um, to be honest, it's normally, I don't like, whereas Craig, it's more of a, of a, of a deliberate thing, whether it's, I don't know if it's, you know, he, he will order stuff to do this. I tend to like, if it's a figure that, um, that I've had on pre-order and I think to myself, well, actually I, I, I don't, need that in my collection anymore but actually i can see the potential not just to take it in and resell it but to to part it out and i know that you know in some ways you're like you're doing people a favor because they want this bit or they want that bit so um yeah that would be my it's still good for the community i mean like don't get me wrong sometimes when you go oh rare figures the famous ones um hawkeye from the original avengers which nobody really cares about now but back in the day i think there was less than a thousand of them and people were parting them out to make born supremacy figures or born legacy or whatever the hell that film was um that Renner was in at the time and yeah it got to the point where the original hawkeye was like a 500 dollar figure a 600 dollar figure yeah yeah because of, and, I, and so I get the frustration around those things, but yet right now I'm looking for a, a shirt for Claire Redfield, like a little black shirt because the comic, yeah. the, the, the version that comes out has come out at the moment doesn't have the black shirt like the PlayStation Two, PlayStation One look, and right. um, like like thirty pounds to buy a little piece of single yeah. T-shirt for you know it's insane. So it, it's yeah. nice to have that. But back back to this, I agree with you about the pre-order, and then you can either sell it on or part it. And yeah. I do think figures like this are, are, are definitely things where where it's there's you you'll be able to move this figure if you don't if, yeah, if you're not definitely. sure. Um, and particularly as with they they tend to have like uh, uh, caustic plastic that these these newer figures they're they're bringing out they tend to have like three levels so they have a standard figure um which i don't think has a as a um a, a limited number but then you you have like a deluxe and a, an exclusive um and they have a issue number they're not numbered they're not a number you know one of so many but it will say 500 pieces 300 pieces and they're the ones where i think if you particularly want that version that you need to pre-order because that's there's very low numbers and you could end up paying a lot of money over um yeah i think um you know hammers are very strong and and i think the problem with it is 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 that as well as you know 
Universal was oversaturation. They, you know, some of the early movies were, were fantastic, you know, and I love the classic monsters of Universal and these earlier, you know, the horror of Dracula, the first one, the Curse of Frankenstein were fantastic. But then as you got into like the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh iteration, uh, they just got a bit diluted and, you know, and Christopher Lee wasn't playing Dracula anymore and things like that. And, um, you know, so I think a lot of people's views of, of Hammer and Universal might be that they, you know, remember the less successful ones. But I think where they did things well, they did things really well. And I, I would love to have these guys. I am... Um, <sighs> It's, it's a bit scary because they're both going to go up for pre-order together and you know it's a commitment to sort of you know 500 600 pounds somewhere down the line um but uh yeah they are icons of kind of of, of cinema for me um and weirdly and all of the christopher leaf howling too with the cool sunshades that's there's right a- there's a weird <laughs> reference for you, you know, like weird Christopher Lee entries. That's that's my thing. Or, Chris, Christopher or Lee's Christopher Lee's. No, no, he's such an amazing guy, really. Like, you know, he's he's his heavy metal career. Um, yeah, he's just like, yeah, a, a legend, a legend of of, of cinema. And it's funny because just like a couple of weeks before, we got this version, this not this third party from Yen Toys, which I guess is basically meant to be this same figure. Um, see there's a, a marked difference in the uh, in the likeness there um yeah and 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 that's that's where the that's where the issues are going to come from now the, this is the this is the point about you know i third parties don't get the support that a licensed property will get and this is not me having to go at third party because everybody's yeah, yeah. there and whatever and and obviously you shouldn't rip off ip you should do it but uh, you know yeah. everybody's got somewhere Hot toys start a third party, so let's yeah, you know, exactly, let's exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the the thing is with this, I imagine they'd have gone back to Hammer, and Hammer would have gone maybe change this, maybe look at this. Here's some reference. Here's some of this, and uh, don't get me wrong. Sometimes a sculptor will just nail it straight, yeah, straight away. Um, you know, but there's other times where there might be a little bit of guidance, and and maybe that that could have elevated a piece like this if they'd right. gone that route. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just, it's just interesting that kind of these things tend to come around about the same time, you know, and whether they know that this this is coming and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, no, I, these, these I really... there's always a collective consciousness thing. I always use the example yeah. of Red and the Raid being made at the same time, opposite right. ends of the world, and the plot is virtually identical. But two yeah. people really had the same idea, and it's that whole butterfly effect thing. Um, and then I'm just going to get your opinion on these, uh, on these. So we've got the present toys, um, Ghostbusters, the Venkman or V and Zed, Zedmore, um, as they're calling them. And obviously we, they're, um, going to be bringing out Ray and uh, Egon. Um, I, obviously the Blitzway ones go for big money now. Um, I had them, I owned them when they were new, um, they had their own issues with head sculpts and things like that. Um, and I sold them on, um, you know, they were a little bit big, a little bit over sort of one six scale. Um, so, you know, people have been chasing those Blitzway figures and they brought out the Ecto one and everything. So it kind of makes sense that, that a third party, um, present toys has kind of stepped in and, um, making their own versions. I think refreshingly, they're not re they don't, they're not recasting the Blitzway sculpts. They're, um, appear to be 
different and obviously they've they they've got alternate sculpts as well so they've all got kind of like a an excited screaming sort of scared face um there was i think in these photos here i'm not sure if these ones but they they were saying that you know some of the gear was was blitzway including the packs um but obviously i quite i don't mind them a, a lot of people have of saying that they they really don't like these but um i think you know these two guys went up for pre-order today uh about 210 us dollars so i suppose about 180 pounds um you know let me let me just share a little bit of insight so um, yeah i don't know the inner workings of present toys or anything like that yeah um have these been you know i mean obviously the the sculpts are what they are um there is a thing called over sculpting i don't know if you know about that no no uh, so over sculpting um give you a really good example do you remember when there was that big rush on Logan figures? Like everybody mm -hmm. was doing a bearded Logan. Yeah, every yeah. third party was doing one. Every every two days there was a new Logan figure. Um, it got to the point where some people had released earlier and then other people had got their sculpt and were modifying the original sculpt. Right, okay. Make other ones. So then they could have the base of stuff and then reshape elements of it. So it's like it was right. easy ways of, of having a face and then modifying the mouth to drop them and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying okay. that's what they've done here. These are yeah, could yeah. Be the originals, but I'm just pointing out that, that it can yeah. be done for, to modify an original sculpt and change elements of it to, you know, to create okay. what, you, yeah, what yeah. you want to do. Um, now, um, these, these ones, I don't, I don't know. It could be a photography thing as well. Um, I, I tend to find that a lot of the present toy stuff, um, when it comes out, they've done a really good job in production by the looks of things. Yeah. And, and the stuff looks markably better than some of the pre-order photos. So then mm -hmm. is it a matter of, is it the photographer or is it the, the protos were rougher than the actual production or, you know, was there a rush to get yeah. these out because they knew a new license one's coming or whatever, you know, yeah. there's a million yeah. things it could be. I'm not the biggest fan of the sculpts here. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and obviously, if they have used Blitzways bits, that's a, you know for the backpacks and stuff like that. It's a bit naughty. Um, yeah. Uh, the problem is there's a need that's not being fulfilled where people obviously are chasing and need and need yeah. these Ghostbusters now. But the bigger question is: Is it because Blitzway just can't be bothered with figures anymore and they're doing the whole statue thing with Prime? Yeah. And that's how they've not yeah. them, or you know, is the opportunity tied up with somebody somewhere? Is there a licensing or a likeness issue? Yeah, I've heard somebody say this. It could be. Um, someone else so has got At the, the moment, they're filling the need because there's a void in the market. And it's it's one of the yeah. things I always say to licensors is there's a void in the market, somebody will fill it. Yeah, best you get in there, you know, if you want a licensed version. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Um, you know, people have, if people are sleeping on licenses, um, it's a it's an opportunity for a third party to to kind of get in there and obviously they can get these things to market a lot quicker because they they don't have any of these uh um contracts and 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 clauses and stuff to to, to um to get sorted before this thing hits the shelves so that, that's well, part look, of their appeal as well always release that knockoff american psycho like a matter of yeah. days or we put our as out now. I wonder if somehow they found out in the mm. in you know through the ether that we that we'd got it. But you know, yeah. I'm 
I'm, you know, more than quietly confident that, that you know, that our stuff will be better received uh, because of the amount of effort most definitely gone into it. So it's funny because you know, I was even looking, I was looking at that figure the other day, and I don't, I don't think you got anything to worry about, mate. Um, well, no, I know, and I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just excited for everybody to have to have this guy. Yeah. So, you know. definitely, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, so the the pre-orders for um, Winston and uh, and uh, Peter Venkman went up yep. today. Um, once its kit's got them, um, I th- they're, so they're two hundred and ten dollars. So I think it's probably about one hundred and eighty quid. I haven't actually actually run it through. Yeah, and you, and you've got to bear, if you're basing on OSK prices, he includes shipping and everything that he does. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's the thing. They're, they're, they're cheaper than that, but you're paying for like it being shipped across the world. Correct. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I and I and I find kits prices very good. And oh yeah, shipping's great. You know, it, yeah, shipping's fantastic. The the packaging is brilliant and everything. Um, and just the communication is excellent, excellent. Um, yeah. So um, obviously, if uh, if you've been uh, hiding under a a rock somewhere um for the last several months, you might not know that um, Ian and I will be at celebration, Star Celebration on Saturday, um. We uh, we have got the um, the official OFAC podcast celebration stickers. Um, we've got a large number of those. Which um, if you can come and find us, and we will both be wearing t-shirts with this logo emblazoned on it. So if you if you can't remember what we look like, um, if you, or if you listen to us on the podcasts um, on the audio only, um, look for us wearing these. I don't suppose anybody else will be wearing them. Um, we've got a load of stickers, so come up and uh, come up and talk to us and. Uh, um, you know, tell us that you subscribe to Collecting Weekly, and uh, you're more than welcome to uh, to have one of the uh, these very sought after um, stickers. Um, and and, and Ian's going to Slave Leia, right? Yeah, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's yeah. where he is. He's going for the fitting, right? Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, it's um, a long a long standing dream of his. And uh, you know, I only agreed to go with him if if that was the outfit that he he was going to wear. So yeah, definitely. Definitely, um, I, I believe he's being shaved tonight as well, um, especially for the for the yeah. for the uh, keeping so the beard. Beside pre-ordering your products, um, <laughs> what can we do to help iconic? Somebody's just said in the Ooh. comments. Um, there's the pre-ordering the products, absolutely. Obviously, spreading the word and sharing yeah. stuff like yeah. that—that's always a thing. Um, it's the little things, right? Let me. So, like, obviously, we've got the Kickstarter for the board game thing. Um, there is yeah. a there is a game called One um, Percent, which is currently. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I've seen the adverts for that. Yeah, it looks really good. It's really good. It's really good. Um, and so this this one, it's it's uh, just a simple family game that's kind of got two stages. It's like a the gam- uh, sort of a, a gambling element and like a. Um, how can I put it? Like a winner's row, kind of the game show kind of thing. You know where you um, you know where you would roll the big wheel in Price's Right. Yeah, yeah. Numbers. Yeah. One percent yep. like that. You got to roll two dice and get zero zero on it, which there is a one percent chance of on a ten sided right. dice. Either okay. Name. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so yeah. that's currently available on Amazon, and it's like it's under fifteen quid, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Little things like that, buying it, playing it with your friends. Your friends go, "Oh, I really like that game." Point them in the direction. Things like that. Yeah, I'm gonna, Help I'm gonna buy one. Game. I keep, I, I keep meaning to buy it, and I, I'm going to buy it after we've finished. <laughs> but yeah, little, little things like that help us massively because it's not only that it's wider awareness of the brand so somebody who might not be interested in evil dead street fighter all that sort of stuff the level of accessibility to buy to to purchase something that's 15 pound and enjoy it with their entire family that's not something that's big and branded 
is um, something that there, there could be an option. And who knows, if this is big and popular enough, maybe it's um, something that we could do, you know, horribly gory versions of or, or something sci-fi yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know? You know, like you, you've got your your little yeah. um, other versions of Monopoly. Well, there's other versions of other things that we can do. So that's how you can support us, is, is support, share, spread the word and and that that helps us completely but just doing what you're doing is helping and so thank you very much yeah yeah 12.99 on amazon if you there want. you go i don't know so i said 15 um, so there you go it's part would, it, of, would yeah. it be uh we're, we're a massive we're massive fans of uh, of uno and stuff like that and uh, we like card games in the family so I you, think you'll enjoy this i, I would be like very very surprised um, i will say um if you ever want to play the unofficial drinking game version of it, speak to me, and we'll, I'll tell you. We can't write it in the rules for right. um, because you made I. But <laughs> the um, right yeah, to me yeah, yeah. I'll tell you yeah, I think I think I nearly died, and I played something similar when uh, I had to take a shot for every time Samuel Jackson, L. Jackson said "motherfucker" in Pulp Fiction, exactly. and I very nearly died that night. Um, well, just, just replace that me. with rolling two dice and dice where there's a one percent chance of you getting it right, <laughs> and imagine how close to dead you would be. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, um, it's funny because to get to go back on this, obviously you've got your kind of your your they live um, game, and then they got this that's not attached to any kind of of license. Yeah. Um, there seems to have been an explosion in 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 kind of um, games of of movies um, yeah. recently, you know, and particularly eighties stuff. You know, you go in. I was in um, a, a comic book shop uh, just a couple of days ago, and you know, there's the Back to the Future game there's a there's a et game there's a jaws game there's a um so it seems to be something that's really exploded recently there is um, right yeah absolutely and there's a lot of re- there's, there's some really good stuff out there i would totally recommend if you're trying to get into the market and trying to get into the looking at what's good and not good there's a great thing called board game geek uh, which is like this big massive uh database of all board games ever and people who've played mm-hmm. them and rules and know what's wrong with stuff and all that sort of stuff they're they're really good and um the the thing the thing is there are some board games which is what what we would call in the industry sticker slaps so you know when you like get a monopoly and it's just like yeah just just rebrand logos on it yeah you know there is a lot of games that are out there and there was a big thing famously where um a brand i will not name um got you know, a load of their stuff went in a landfill recently and it was like branded games and stuff like right. that. <laughs> and, and and a lot of that is because whatever game's been created hasn't really been specifically made to yeah. be like super yeah. faithful to whatever that property is, um, which is why even if we were going to do like, like I was talking, joking about 1%, but if we were going to do like a, a branded version of that, I'd want to yeah. do something that extended and made it more something related to the brand yeah. rather than just yeah. go in. And there's a Star Wars logo on there, and there's a Frankenstein logo on there, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it would need yeah, to be something that's very much. Yeah, it's got, it's got limited kind of like additional appeal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it'd be more yeah. expensive because you were having to pay someone for the the license for that. Exactly, exactly. So it needs, <laughs> it needs to. It, it just it just needs to be the thing, and it's it's like that with they live. You know, there's there's so much in there that is very much. I don't know if you saw the trailer, but we did this like whole animated thematic trailer. I, I'm pretty sure happened. I did. Yeah, yeah. And at the it's time. really fun, and then and then it really sets the scene for for the sort of stuff that we're that we're doing. So yeah, that's brilliant, brilliant. Um, yeah. So Saturday, it's going to be great. It's going to be good, uh, good fun. Um, have you seen Dungeons and Dragons? I haven't yeah. yet, but I want to. I've heard some really, really good. good. Yeah. I'm off. I'm on the screen again, by the way, just so you know. Sorry. Um, Sorry. <laughs> 
but yeah, the um, the <laughs> the um, I know, I know it's because I'm beautiful. I know that's what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Yeah. It. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Yeah, I saw it uh, last did? week. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, thought it was really I, everybody good. Everybody, I've seen everybody who I know that's seen it has been like, "This is great," and I love it. And it's like a, it's a love letter to a lot of fantasy films from like like eighties and nineties. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's yeah, not like and, and, there has been some horrible D D movies, horrible D D content. Yeah, and yeah, it's really yeah, nice yeah, to have yeah, yeah. hear that there's good stuff. I've got an eight-month-old baby at the moment, so I, I've got John Wick to go and see. I've still got Shazam to go and see. I've still yeah, got this yeah. to go and see. Um, and what what have we got around? We've got Guardians around the corner as well. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm so seeing many, uh, so many babysitters in, but this yeah, is definitely yeah. on my list of things to see. Yeah, I've seen Super Mario Bros. tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. that should be cool. Which is weird, because I'm hearing Rotten Tomatoes hates it. Uh, you know, all the career yeah. reviews hate it, but everybody I know that's gone and seen it have said it's great. So <laughs> Yeah, there's quite often you get that. Uh, yeah, no, from what I understand, Dungeons & Dragons, people, like, people that are really into Dungeons & Dragons say it's, it's very very faithful to to the, the franchise, and a lot of the, you know, all the spells and stuff in it are all, you know, proper kind of very uh, iconic um, sort of D spells and everything. I think it, it it it's got a really good kind of sense of humor running through it. Um, the effects and everything are really good. Um, it was just it was just good fun. Um, I went with as my soon son. As I saw a gelatinous cube in the trailer. I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I love the homework here. This is yeah, the thing. Yeah, love the gelatinous cube. And obviously, there is a little cameo from the uh, the eighties uh, um, crew from the cartoon. Um, so that's good. Cool. Wow! Look, we 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 are honoured. We've just had a wow a, a, a visitor uh, uh, drop in on us. I was listening to you guys, uh, and then I had to drive home. But now I'm here. I'm excited to be here. Hey Zach, how you doing? Pretty good. How's it going, Pete and Andy? Ah, it's been brilliant. It's been brilliant. We just just uh, damn good show so far. Yeah, it's been, it's been terrible. I've been I've been shilling products like I'm on QVC. None of that. You've been great. You've been great. Yeah, yeah. I was saying to Andy, it's it's nice to, um, you know, put some original content out because quite often it can feel like you're kind of rehashing, uh, you, albeit putting a different spin on it, but you're talking about the same products, the same things that other people yeah. talked about. And to have Andy on and to kind of, um, you know, talk about his work and his products, but then to get his view on on on, on you know wider topics, yeah. it's just it's 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 fire. It's great. It's I want to great uh... content. I want to actually re-air this tonight because that yep. way Andy doesn't have to say everything ten times on ten shows. Yeah, yeah. This has been a this has been a great interview. I don't want to mess up the flow, but yeah, this movie's awesome. I saw it this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, brilliant, pretty good. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a, I'm a big I, I I like Chris Pine. I think he's he's uh, he's 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 good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apart from yeah. Wonder Woman eighty four. Well, yeah, but then that's that yeah. doesn't get a pass. So everything else, yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, Everybody's allowed to one one blemish on their career. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, it looks it, it is really good. And uh, yeah, uh, Mario Brothers tomorrow. So um, I'm looking forward to that because it's my birthday tomorrow. So oh, birthday. Uh, thank you. So day out with the with the fam family uh, to see that. So that'd be good. Twenty five again, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like that. yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, well, we've uh, we've kind of you, you've joined us with all the. I mean, 
uh, Zach, is there anything you want to ask Andy while you're on? Because obviously, I'm just going to go through the kind of like the um, the housekeeping. So yeah, um, I'm not sure if you got to this question earlier. I don't think that you. Um... Uh, at least as far as I heard, I didn't think that you did. I was on some work call, so maybe I missed it. But did you um, touch this one by chance? I know. Um, oh, yeah, when, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did touch we, it. Okay. We, we, we didn't. No, no, no. No, go for it. Sure. I think um, I asked in general about. The only, um, review, the only yeah. review body issue I've seen was somebody who dropped it off a shelf themselves. That's the And then they never messaged us directly. <laughs> I just saw it in Facebook groups. Yeah, I got to say, <laughs> I'm very impressed because I know um, that's been my one reservation. Um you know, uh, just in seamless bodies in general with any company. And I think all the poses that I've seen, all the crazy displays with Ryu so far, I honestly haven't seen a single report of, of a damaged body. And I think it's a testament to the research and development that you guys did going into mm -hmm. it. I remember when you came on, maybe it was after dark, you had said that you had, you know, done some really crazy poses with your sample bodies for like two, three weeks in a row and nothing, you know, you didn't really notice any degradation. So, yeah, I think I think that's got to be a huge bout of confidence going into Ken. So I definitely just have to congratulate you guys on on uh, making a seamless body that uh, isn't falling apart, you know, almost immediately, which a lot of companies are struggling with lately. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. I mean, like, as well, there is, you know, something that's quite specific is the instructions. We've tried to be as real, really crystal clear with people. Um uh, you know, to say, well, look, make sure that, you know, you you do this and, and that you relax it over a certain period of time. And, you know, that was that was something that was quite important to us, um, you know, talking about temperatures and stuff like that. You know, don't leave it in an extreme environment. I mean, like if you live in Vegas in the desert, maybe air, con air conditioned your room, you know, it, it's it's that sort of thing. Um, so. So, yeah, like we were talking about very early in the show, as long as you maintain your figures and that goes for clothed figures as well. Like we were, we were talking about earlier on. Yeah. Um, you, you're going to have a better long lasting figure, you know, no figure, no mannequin, no anything from, from, you know, from any sort of real life clothing that you wear is designed to hold the same position indefinitely. So it needs to go back to that relaxed position to, you know, yeah. To, to, to maintain it, to maintain itself. And I'd recommend that across anything. And people seem to be following the rules and doing as they're told. So I, I can't argue really. <laughs> and it means that as, as a result, we'll get to continue to do, wilder and wilder things with it and 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 test the stuff as well to make sure that it's um that it's uh, doing that there's some stuff in pipeline i can't really talk about but the that follows the same ethos of, of testing and everything like that so yeah sure 100 percent. yeah congratulations yeah. i'm, I'm I'll excited to see what you do with dalzim yeah there you go i know um <laughs> a lot of people are we do our award show every year and a lot of people are thinking that the the ryu would be a nomination for that mm -hmm. uh, end of the year uh award so Congratulations, you yeah. guys are really doing a great job. If, if that happens, I'm, I'm privileged. I mean, to be honest, you know, just the few people that said, "Oh, figure of the year," or this, you know, this is important to me, or whatever. It, it's been, it's been huge. You know, the people who said, "Oh, I never thought I'd have a one six Ryu," or whatever, mm -hmm. or you know, people have never bought a Ryu figure before, and um, or, or don't really do one six. I think one of the ones that that always stood out to me was, um, you know, D Amazing. He reviews Mesco. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he he, he got a Ryu, and um, I, I you know I've heard from him and stuff like that that every now and then he just goes back and messes with it. And apparently, he doesn't do that with a lot of figures. And yeah. that for me, you know, for somebody who's like in the churn of I have to review and post stuff every week, to to be just hang on a second, I'm going to go and play with Ryu for for <laughs> not only that, 
but that his means poses, lot, you know, and are, it's, it's not, that's what we're trying to engage with. Yeah, his poses are like the most extreme poses that like really push the limit, even for like Marvel Legends or Mezco or Mafex. Like, I mean, he really ratchets it up to 11 on his poses. So if he's telling you that, that's a huge vote of confidence for what, you know, what you guys have been able to do. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot. It's been weird as well. I mean, like um, Mythbusters was a massive thing here. So to have have Ryu on mm-hmm. tested was insane as well. It was but kind yeah. of a a bit of a shock yeah they've been they've been really <laughs> getting into our hobby a lot lately so. yeah they have yeah, yeah i think norm yeah, yeah. norm is a norm's a collector there's no yeah. question yeah yeah um, yeah because i just had the, the the batwing on didn't they jazz yeah. batwing yep that was cool that was cool Right, okay. So let's uh, time of the show to um, thank our wonderful Patreons. We've got Ian CB, Rene Mendes, Eric Mariscal, <clears throat> Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Leddy, David Jones, Sam Gist, Dominator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns Figs, Bad Fish, Toy Cartel, Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Crett, Big Fern, Susan Marroquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bermonski, Rick de Gregorio, John the Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Owen Asusina, uh, the illustrious Rainer, Alid Morgan, Takarthri Wah, Derek, Derek Bezadzinski, Aris Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Mazer, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Baton, Jimmy James, Stephen Purchase, Sean Yautzi, Scott Bradley, Stephen Rea Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Thank you all very much. Um, if you want to uh, join the Patreon, we've got the hot seat of $5 a month, gets you um, digital benefits and Ox After Dark replay and Patreon chat. Um, Sweet Angel gets you a physical sticker sent straight to your door as well as access to Ox After Dark replay. Um, certified Crispy gets you an official Certified Crispy certificate on first pledge plus uh, the benefits of previous tiers. And the Water Guy uh, top tier, $25 a month, gets you a deluxe POG set. And doubles all the stickers um, that you can send to your friends and family and all the benefits of the previous tiers. Um, Obviously, uh, as we've talked about a lot, the uh, April Patreon benefit is the OFAC Celebration sticker. So um, come and find us, uh, me, myself or Ian at Celebration on Saturday um, and uh, tell us that you um, subscribe to the network. Um, Hope to see... Uh, and meet a lot of a lot of people that we know through the chat and everything um we will give you uh one of our uh, exclusive stickers um and then what any we've got left over or, or we'll you know we'll, we'll make sure that obviously zach gets an allocation um to send out to you guys that um obviously uh, uh, uh won't be able to make it on on, on the saturday um you can also become a YouTube channel member. So we've got MojoZ78, Absolute Irwin, LV Avenger702, OMFG Rick, S-Beam, Andrew Sidebe, Daminator, Sam, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hanson, Chris V, Big Old Fern, Cram, Alvin J, OG Fan, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie Mendez, B Chan, Fat Batman, Justin Sports Card Museum, Philip the Fool, Kinky Spinkter, Universal Key, Electric eclectic collector to car three single songwriter jake zeke equan the everyday collector dj toy cartel kj smith adrian aguirre knight slifer and baby boy 562 
Um, if you're a Patreon, you can join, uh, become a YouTube channel member for 99 cents a month, get you loyalty badges, emojis, and member shout outs. Or if you're not a Patreon, you can join the Peanut Gallery, uh, $2.99 a month, that gets you the same uh, perks from the previous level, plus uh, member shout outs on the show. Um, we have T Public. Um, let me just put a link to the Patreon there. Uh, T Public. So we've got. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, we've got a number of um, designs on T Public. Obviously, I, I've, I'm showcasing the the OFAC celebration one here. Um, Ian and I will both be sporting um, the these logo T-shirts. So, um, if you just listen to us on audio and you don't know what we look like, then we'll be the hopefully bit well. Not hopefully, I'd love to see hundreds of people wearing these t-shirts, but probably the only people wearing these t-shirts. So again, come on, come and find us, have a chat. Be brilliant. Um yeah, Jack will drop a link to uh T Public in, in the in the chat as well. Um so yeah, so that basically brings me to um just kind of <clears throat> take you through the rest of the network um, with all these wonderful, beautiful people. Um some that aren't broadcasting with us at the moment, but will hopefully be back at some point. Um, we have collecting weekly a live unboxing on a Monday night. Um, we have uh, the flagship show, uh, Zach and Dean, John, Marco and Ben. Uh, collecting weekly live on a Tuesday night, uh, followed by After Dark on a Wednesday. Um, then OFAC or Small Talk on a Thursday. We do um, every other Thursday, although we're probably going to do a show next week that will be all star wars related obviously you know talking about celebration um any footage and stuff we've shot and we'll we will talk about the 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 um the announcements from from today um for the 40th anniversary of um, return of the jedi uh collectors club on a friday with with john statues comics um the reissue with question of the week um bricks and brews lego uh, Live and Let Dice, which is the Dungeons & Dragons, which is on a, a little bit of a break at the moment, but I believe Season 2 will be coming uh, yeah, should be this year. Should be Brilliant. Mid-May. Yeah, excellent. Uh, and then Pose Wars. So um, uh, people squaring off against each other to see who can come up with the best poses for their figures. Um, and we've also got uh, Collecting Week and Clips, um, all the funny bits and pieces uh, and and uh, goose and gaffs and what have you. So um, there you go. yeah, yeah. So th- thanks, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you've uh, enjoyed this this brilliant session with uh, with Andy from Iconic Studios. Thanks again, Andy, for joining us. Um, it's been brilliant. Um, I hope that pleasure, pleasure to be here, mate. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, I hope I hope Ken sells out tomorrow, and uh, you know everyone will be be. <sighs> chomping at the bit to get to get hold of those we'll figures. just yeah. produce until until um until we can <laughs> that's that's yeah no, that's cool no no i yeah but sounds like sales are going well so far and, and i wish you all the best kind of uh for the future and, and you know and that, that line carries on and we get to see some uh, you know load more figures um yeah and uh yeah just thanks for thanks for tuning in everybody um it's been some great chat and everything as well so um yeah yeah, yeah. So we will I will sign off for now and uh OFAC should be back as I say next week with a special um Star Wars celebration show and uh Ian will be obviously be back with us then. So yeah. Hell yeah. Brilliant. Thanks everyone. Good night.
Right, cushy, cushy. Don't worry, you just relax. Everything's gonna be cushy. <laughs>